Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. You're listening to B. Mitchell Finley. He is an NFL legend that a two-time Super Bowl winning coach came on the radio yesterday and said should be in the Hall of Fame. I, however, a mere big-eared blogger. Good morning, Brian. How do you do? I'm good, brother. What's happening with you? Uh, not much, man. You know what I did today? What did you do, JP? Conquered traffic. I said bleep you. You left traffic. early. Tuesday, early? Wednesday, Thursday, you got to leave early. Okay. That's what I did, too. I've been riding a hot streak since last week. Mm. Like, three straight days. I think days. I left early. Um, but I didn't leave early. I went to bed relatively early. I started watching. It new to me, anyway. I heard Ruye talking about this show on Amazon a little while ago. Um, and my boy, Peace Sue, recommended it called Reacher. Um, it's pretty good. It's kind of dumb, but it's pretty good. It's entertaining. <laughs> um, it's good, but it's dumb. Like, it... it you can follow the plot pretty easy. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a complex. It's kind of a shoot 'em up mystery thing. Um, but it's good. And so I watched a couple of those and went to sleep. Um, you know, I had a, a lot of people hitting me up. I had to go to Channel 4 yesterday. I'm going to go back there today because people are, are really locked in on the, uh, the coaching situation, the coaching search. And we know they talked to the two dudes from Baltimore yesterday, uh, Mike McDonald, Anthony Weaver. We know that they're going to talk to two dudes from the Lions today and Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson, as well as Dan Quinn. Um, And and I feel like the Schefter report yesterday made people really kind of get nervous. Um, But it's also like, (laughs) I feel like people are just on edge because they want it finalized. And I do think there is a, a true, like, spirit of galvanization among the fans that are ready to just support whoever they name, but they just want them to name it so they can stop arguing about who it should be on social media. Well, they need to just pump their brakes and just wait. The problem with social media is everyone wants... How often do people pump their brakes and wait? But that's the problem. Everybody wants everything on their their timeline. They told you that they're going to do a thorough investigation. Okay? Let them do it. And then make a choice. If you're going to support whoever they choose, why argue? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> like I, I, I look, I, I ventured down that little avenue yesterday, that reading some uh, comments. And you know what I did? Like two and a half to three minutes into it, turn it off and stop looking at it. Because the people that are trying to make the arguments are those who say, "Oh, whoever they choose is good," but then you look at their complaints. That's not what they're saying. They only want one person or the other person. And the other people want the other person. Hey, let them go choose it. 
I believe that the fact that they went out and got Peter so quickly and swiftly, I think they're going to do a, a very thorough job. They're going to get whoever they want. And then it matters. I think just because they signed someone doesn't automatically mean it's going to work. Once they get together and start putting stuff into motion, then we'll see what works. Well, there's um, there's a specific – Dan Campbell – almost said Dan Quinn. Dan Campbell's Lions head coach. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at all of the decisions made in that Niners game where you could term it whatever you want, a choke, a collapse, the Niners – finally played up to their potential, whatever you think, maybe some combination of all those factors. Most of life is a combination of lots of factors, right? Like very rarely is something directly right or wrong, on or off, black or white. Um, Now, I would argue that when you were down 27-24 in the second half, after giving up a 17-point lead and you've given up 20 straight points, you should kick and tie it up there. Mm -hmm. Maybe the kicker can't make it, but maybe you won't convert on fourth and three either. And like, the discussion of, oh, we don't know if the kicker can make that, and yet you know you can convert them fourth and three? That's I just think, you know, the whole thing is, listen, man. After the game, we say Dan should have gone for it. If he makes both of those things, <laughs> we're not even having that discussion. He, he was absolutely right when he said revisionist history yesterday. And I think the ultimate thing is, once the, the final comes in, if we don't like the fact of him doing it, it's going to become more you know, emboldened. And if we like it, then you get less. But the ultimate thing, if he if they had gotten the first down and got a touchdown, we're not discussing it. I don't think if they had gotten it, no one is saying, man, why would he do that at that point? You know what I'm saying? So I think the ultimate thing is he made the decision, but the thing I like, he lived, he he, he took it. He didn't try to come in and back it up. He said, no, I'm I'm comfortable with what I did. Because you know, if that's the way you're going to be and how you live it, you got to stick with it. If you try to explain it the way, then I will totally dismiss him. Cool. But the one, I think, specific problem you can say, if you had to point to one legit, arguable mistake, mm-hmm. running on third down at the goal line when you're down 10 and you're under the two-minute drill. Mm-hmm. And I know Dan Campbell came out and said, yo, that was my call. Mm-hmm. Don't put it on Ben. That's on me. I don't believe him. I don't believe him at all. <laughs> like, see, that is why I think I will ride for Dan Quinn. I mean, for Campbell. Because he, whenever he does something, he takes blame for it. Whenever somebody else does something, he takes the blame for it. Right. And I think that right there is why players love him and the coaches around him love him because he's not going to sit up there and throw you under the uh, you know, uh, under the bus and back over you. So, I mean, I don't know. Dude, totally. And, and I mean, juxtapose that with what we've seen here in D.C. <laughs> I mean, kind of. No aggression. Yo, I mean, honestly, I think going back to Gibbs 2.0, where when things went sideways, people started blaming other people. Yeah. Like. Ron at various times threw the enemy under the bus, threw quarterbacks under the bus in previous iterations. Um, I mean, we saw Jay go at it with quarterbacks. We saw Jay kind of question defensive coaching staffs while he was perhaps he had no choice in the matter because Bruce was the puppet master of all of it. We saw Shanny go after it with his quarterbacks and not just the Robert years. I mean, what the hell was the thing with McNabb, the cardiovascular endurance? All kind of stuff. And then when Shanny 
had his guys and Grossman and Beck and how bad they were. It was the whole lot. Like, Dan Campbell owns it. Yeah. But do you – I don't know, and maybe he did. You really think in that moment Campbell got in the headset and told Ben Johnson, who has been moving the ball all day, yo, you got to run it here? No. And I think perhaps most importantly, my boy Chuck Honey, you know Chuck, awesome dude, obsessed with the Redskins, texted me, yo, if Johnson called that third down run, it concerns me. I I think you've got to look big picture here, folks. <laughs> the Detroit Lions were in the NFC Championship game, driven largely by an offense that finished top five in every statistical category that matters. And you can tell me they have a number one pick at quarterback. That's accurate. They got talent all over the field. Sewell, Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, yep. the rookie tight end, uh, Ragnow. I mean, they are loaded. But he made that thing dance. When I don't listen to a whole lot of classical music, B, mm-hmm. but the composer matters. Oh yeah, the dude telling the tuba when to play, and and I just think you, if you don't want Ben Johnson because of what I believe is his decision to to run on third down, I think you're out of your damn mind. One play call means nothing, but catch him on one. But that team was disciplined. Okay, the Forty ers have some damn good players on their side of the ball too. And it happens every once in a while where a coach thinks a little too much. Oh, they're going to be looking for a pass on this, so I'm not going to do it. Hell, they could be looking for a pass and you still get it. Because I know back in the day when Washington had the ball, people knew first and 10, they're running 60 or 70 counter. And they were waiting on it, but they couldn't do a damn thing about it. I mean, last (laughs) week when it was the 32nd anniversary of your Super Bowl win, and I went through Gerald Riggs' stat line. (laughs) Everybody knew what Gerald Riggs was out there to do. Run the ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he came to kick ass to chew bubble gum. He was all out of bubble gum. Like, but go back a week prior, and the phrase too cute, I always find kind of silly, but whatever. It's a phrase. Um, and in the game against Tampa, Detroit. It was what, 10-10 at halftime? Well, and they had a, I want to say, I'm trying to pull it up right now. They scored on a fourth down against the Bucks in the red zone. Yeah. Maybe even at the goal line in a similar situation. So, like, they were, yeah, it was, um, so it was a fourth quarter situation. They got, shoot, that's not it. I'm trying to find it. Whatever, I, it was the first to goal late in the game. Maybe it was even the first game against um, the Rams. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's who they've been all year. They've they've picked up first downs because they'll run on third and long. I just think we live in a screen grab society where people want to highlight Specific plays because they are football experts and understand that a quarterback made a mistake, uh, a pulling guard made a mistake, a coach made a terrible call, whatever it is. It's like this this one-upsmanship that that lives in in modern culture where see, everybody's life, trying life, to be like a hipster and prove that they're cooler or there. smarter. 
Life doesn't work like that. And when I asked a question to you yesterday, I asked you a question because I saw these guys when I was over watching the, the game, they started discussing that. I said, it would be a good, uh, good discussion on air. So a guy hits me yesterday after the show and said um, to look at the Tampa game. And in the Tampa game, they balled out in the second half. Okay? To end up winning that game. But I guarantee you, everybody stop at halftime. And tell me what you think about Ben Johnson. You were saying, damn, the man is creative as hell. They were doing some, some creative things out there. Second half, people made adjustments. Now, my question would be, when they make adjustments, does he have a counter? And in some games, he probably did. But you're playing against probably, what, top two, top three defense in the league? When they make those adjustments, they're, they're now, they've, they've got something. And I think in the second half, they were winning up front. This was not blowing a lead to the Bears. Yeah. Like, the Niners are also but, but good. The, but the whole thing about it is, that one half or whatever is not going to kill me. I care that they see someone that's going to work in their long-term plan. Ten years. That's what I care about. And and But the thing about it is, this is where we have to go. <laughs> we know what people do on Twitter. And it's mostly Twitter. We got to stop giving them so much praise. Because what it is, they make you second-guess yourself when you have the facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've looked on Twitter knowing the facts and get pissed off. So you know what I do? Don't look at it. Or don't respond. Because when you respond to those who are trying to start something, that's all they need. Don't start that stuff. That's the fuel they no want stuff. right there. So, you know, hey, I've looked at a lot of y'all stuff. I'm going to just say it, like, I say it like that. I looked at a lot of your stuff, but you'll never know because I'll never tell you. Jeff, who was the philosopher that came up with the theory of don't start no stuff, won't be no stuff? Little Scrappy. I appreciate Little Scrappy on, <laughs> on a morning like this. Um, Actually, I think it was way oh, before oh, Little Scrappy. The, but was that the East Side Boys? It was way before Little Scrappy. <laughs> I think that, no that phrase has existed for a long yeah. time. <laughs> but the song, I get you. Oh, was that Little John? It was one of them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was before him, too. Yeah. <laughs> I can see, like, Jesus saying that to the Lions. Like, yo, don't start nothing. Um, it might go far back. Um, I do think, you know, it's uh, we're at an interesting time because I think there were a lot of people concerned that, you know, why was Ben Johnson getting this interview with Seattle first and then Washington later? Why Why does it, does it make a difference who get it first or something? Don't you notice that Washington had two people to interview yesterday? Yeah. Well, and they probably already had that scheduled. How it was going to go this off in the off week to figure it out. So when that happens, why people people worry about the wrong things? Part of me thinks, especially in this city, there's a condition of which, oh no, he's gonna. He's going to go there, and Seattle won't let him go until they get a contract because Dan famously that. did that and, like, bragged about it, where he, like, made people stay at his house for two, three days. But, but, but my thing is this. They stayed because he gave them money that probably no one else was going to give him, right? So if he comes here first, and Josh, I think Josh and his crew are of the mindset, we are a good landing spot. 
we have a class ownership group here. We're going to make you a fair offer. You take it, you take it. But we're not going to sit up here and just make you the richest uh, coach in history just because. You know what I mean? So if he comes here and Josh says, I'm going to just throw out numbers just to be $10 million a year. Then he goes to damn Seattle and they say fifteen to $18 million a year. I'm going to ask everybody out there driving your car right now, where the hell are you going to go? You go into the place that's going to get you fifteen to eighteen million, right? Whether you do it first or not. If I get offered eighteen, then I come in and they tell me ten or twelve, and this is just hypotheticals. You know what I'm going to do after you offer me twelve? I'm going to say, hey, don't worry about it. I'm going to fly back out there. I'm going to rip my own Learjet. I'm going to come all out there. Um, come sign that deal. So what you got to understand is, yes, people go into situations understanding this may be the better spot. But everybody that has a job, everyone that's ever applied for a job, if you have an opportunity to have this generational wealth, you're taking that. Hell, I don't care where you work at, what you do. You get up every day and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this today. If you get to the point where you can do something for like five to seven years and don't have to get up and work anymore, you're not going to take that chance? There's also... Like, he also has an agent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I I think to your earlier point, the Harris Group knows, what's the old saying? This is like a rural saying, and it applies to lots of things, but there's an old bull and a young bull, and there's a whole bunch of good-looking cattle headed down the hill. Hey, let's run down there. Right, and the, old, and the young bull wants to run up the hill and, the and try to get to... The female cattle as fast as possible. Yeah. And the old bull just chills. He's like, hey, hey let's walk. They're going to come down the hill, dude. And <laughs> and I think I think the Harris group is the wise older bull. It's like, all right, we're going to interview everybody. If somebody wows us, it's going to work out. But you know what our, our fan base has become? We always feel like we lose it in a competition. And then when we pay somebody, they're always mad that you paid them a certain amount of money. What you have to realize is this. You're a fan. You cheer. The people that own the team, they have to go pay that salary on a regular basis. And they're the ones sitting there talking to them for an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever, two days. They're doing their interview process. They're going to make the right move. Before, I would have never said that because I know that that person consistently didn't make the right move. Right. Right now, I believe they'll make the right move. And once they make the move, whether it's Ben or whoever, if you like him, you're going to be happy. If it don't, you're going to be dis- displeased. But when they start playing, if they're winning, if you didn't like them, you're gonna start loving them. See what I'm saying? And so that's what you gotta get to. You gotta, we gotta stop. We we get to these damn near we buy volcanic eruptions before the something ever happens. There are multiple right moves. Yeah. That's what people need to understand. There's I don't know that there's any one single move that will determine if this is correct or not. And I think everybody's got to approach it. With that idea. And I found the damn play I was talking about. It was in the third quarter when Detroit at the goal line at the Bucks won. This is in the divisional round weekend. What they threw it on third down and then ran it on fourth and one. Where if you get stopped, you're cooked. So this is consistent with who they've been throughout. What else is consistent? I like gambling. ESPN Bet is now live in the DMV. 
As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get 100 bucks in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present within the state of Maryland or Virginia to participate. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. For detail. Gotta let this play, Landini. You play a banger, gotta let it play. In the making love. Mm-mm. In the club. Like they love pot. Tell him loco. Plan is to put the rap game in a chokehold. I'd be a very good hip-hop hype man. That's all I know. Jeff, can I perform at one of these shows as a hype man? Come on. Yeah, because you can't rap with them because you're always late. Yeah, but the hype man's job is just to Yeah, that's be, what I'm saying. You would have hype. to be the hype man because you're, I'm a, if you're, you're have the flavor flavor. I'm a 42-year-old white flavor flavor. Somebody you ever give me a seen big old a video clock. with... If he um, has to be with them, he's going to be offbeat. You ever seen a video with 50 Cent and uh, Jim Carrey? No. Dancing to this song? <laughs> that's what it would be like if well, Jay-Z got, was my hype man. You got to pull that for us. I got you. You got to uh, pull yeah, that we, up for We might need to find that. Um... Speaking of finding things, um, it's my understanding Drab T-Shirt lost his phone. Is that accurate? I think somebody hit it. That he did lose his phone. Here, he lost his phone? Yeah. I have. What kind of phone he has? Not an iPhone. It, no, he has a green phone. That's all I know. He has he, a green phone. He can't find he, his He has that Roy. He can't find. Yeah, he's got Roy's. Yeah. He can't find his phone because he doesn't have an iPhone. Yeah. He claims he has, like, some device in his wallet that finds it. it but it don't work. I right. think he did find it subsequently. Damn. Well, that's I left too bad. him a voicemail. It was a big help. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> now, unfortunately, I was prepared to offer a reward for whoever found Drab's phone. If I found it, I would have never gave it to him until, like, tomorrow. What was the reward? 20 bucks. However, contingent upon 
then making a scavenger hunt for Drab to find his phone. Oh, he'd have found it yet tomorrow. Not with you, you wouldn't have given it to him until like the end of the week. I gave it to him tomorrow. I just wouldn't mess with him for Watch like an smiling. hour. <laughs> I just wouldn't mess with him for an hour or so. No, give it back to him Friday night. Um, oh, Drab, you remember what you lost um, on Tuesday here? I like it. Uh, Friday night, by the way. Dude, uh, before we start pumping this more, are there even tickets left? I feel like this joint might be sold. But anyway, um, 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 Live. This Friday night, Bethesda Theater, plus special guest, Commander's Defensive Tackle, Jonathan Allen. Get tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com, presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local, put their team in your office. Visit. (laughs) (laughs) He's excited for Friday night, clearly. What just happened to you? I was looking at that video. Oh, I haven't watched it. I'll watch it in the break. (laughs) Uh, Visit (laughs) MStreetBank.com for more information. Um. Ron Rivera interviewing with the L.A. Rams for their D coordinator job. Um, we know Ron interviewed with the Eagles. The Eagles have hired Vic Fangio. Has Ron interviewed anywhere else? No, I think this is the next one. Okay. Um, I think. Uh, I, I think uh, there are still tickets available. Not many. Okay. So if you want to, no, seriously, hurry. a lot of people because I posted it to my Instagram yesterday. I posted the flyer, and a lot of people are like, what is this? Can I still come? It sounds like there are still some tickets left, but yes. that's the theater.com. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think there's going to be a whole bunch of kind of surprises and weird stuff. The fact that John's going to be there. John, I know John fairly well. I have, for, you know, for a couple of years now. Um, how long has John been here? Was he drafted in, like, 17? So, dude, he's a seven-year vet, I guess. Mm-hmm. And people know John from when he gets mad and has press conferences where he's clearly frustrated or whatever. Mm-hmm. Non-football John, like the version I think we'll see Friday night, is a pretty funny, laid-back dude. So I, I think yeah, John and I going to sit down at the bourbon at the bourbon bar. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, you and I have been to this place before. So across the street from our old office. Oh yeah, they got bourbon. I know. Are you on? Are you on a brown liquor? Well, it's the train. Pendant. You know, I, I got to decide w- which attitude I want to have that night. You know, Brown is a little aggro. That's a serious B Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> the, when I go with the vodka, that's more or less the hyper jovial B Mitch. Sure. You think Danny want me to do the jovial or the, that, that, that serious crazy dude? I'm. I go to killer, it'll tell him what could happen. <laughs> Tequila makes B Mitch's clothes fall off. <laughs> um. No, 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 no. That's you. I don't drink tequila, dude. I think um, well, you do all the three things I'm talking about with vodka. That's I can, I can go any direction you want. Now I'm gonna try to be beer. That's what I did for the super, for uh, for the championship weekend. Beers. I did a few vodkas and then I started doing the uh, optimal wit. Yeah, I, I I mean I'll either start with beer and switch to vodka because you don't want to just down beer because you you stand up and you look like you know. You, you, you got three, four, five months or something like that. That is probably my plan. I will start with beer, so you gotta, switch you, to you, vodka. You sip it a little more. Because if I'm eating seafood, I'm guzzling my beer because i got to have it super spicy. What are the food options Friday night, Landini? Is the menu on the website? Well, I know that they have good food over there. I can tell you that. Yeah. Remember, they, I feel like they had this shrimp and grits that was banging. You remember that? They got some collard greens over there. Um. All right. I'm, I'm looking at the food I'll menu. I have five collard greens over there. Uh, they have chicken wings. 
Lots of different flavors. Yeah, wings um, always good for me. Braised pepper steak. Ooh, landfill. Seafood lasagna. Crab and shrimp infused with lobster cream sauce that, and house you know what, marinara topped with jumbo lump and shrimp. I had that when I went over there. I forgot the event I was at, though. That sounds pretty good, dude. Yeah. Landville, what you got on seafood lasagna? Two thumbs up? Uh, I like it. Jeff, don't eat that. You might die. Yeah. Yeah. Or do what you want. It's your, it's your life. Jeff, I'll order it for you. Nah, I'm joking. I, <laughs> I had I, to save him. I saved him because Mark sent him some gumbo, and I said, man, Jeff can't eat this, so I just heated it up and ate it myself. I want to go on the record. I don't want Jeff to die. Don't eat the crab, all right, Jeffrey? We try to tell him don't. He keeps saying he's going to try. He's the, he's the fool. You think Ron gets the Rams job? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. Um, I just look at that crew, how they were with Raw, and they seem to be a little bit they, – they are a little bit more aggressive than the mindset I've seen, so I don't know. But then again, normally that's what happens – what you think is going to happen, the opposite happens most times. So. It, it's that's going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, I do think there is a a really fascinating kind of scene unfolding here in Washington, where I think a lot of people kind of flipped out about Schefter saying, "Hey, slow down, landfill, slow down, Washington." Slow down beltway traffic as if it could go slower. This Ben Johnson thing's not a lock. And and I really think if you talk to anybody with the organization, and perhaps I have, they want to make clear that nothing's a done deal, that these interviews are intense and in-depth. Yeah, it's a combination of people that probably wanted Schefter to say what he said. Right. Yeah. And 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 I, I've I've heard little things. All kind of stuff happening and things of that nature. You know, we'll see. Totally. I I think my opinion on what's going to happen hasn't changed since the Schefter report. But I've never said it was a finalized thing, right? Like, the interviews will matter. Things will matter. Um, I did just... The, The amount someone is asking and requesting may matter, too. The amount someone else is willing to pay may matter. Yeah. So there's all kind of things out there, you know, but, you know, I am sometimes, Jay, I just, I, I hear it and I just swallow it and I'll wait till, till uh, something happens and figure it out. Y'all can sit up here and say all you want, <laughs> fools. Here. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know you was damn wrong, though. No, first, of all, first of all, when you 100%, no, 1,000% sure of who you are, I don't give a damn what the extra people think. Because hey, I right. know what I'm talking about. Barstool Nate joins See, us at new 11. Age people got to worry about what the hell somebody's <laughs> saying. Not me. Barstool Nate at 11. <laughs> hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Listen, I love Super Bowl Sunday because so many people come together to watch a fantastic game. People fight all year, and the last two are standing. Want to see who's going to come out Super Bowl champs. All right, the Super Bowl best that I like, I don't know exactly where it's going to end up, but if they're giving Pat Mahomes any type of uh, points, I will be taking those. FanDuel has so many ways to, to either end the season with a W or two, maybe three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score the 
a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Brian to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Brian. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old or present in Virginia. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Gambler. B. Mitch and Finley, 1067 The Fan. Yesterday, Adam Schefter had a lengthy reply to Pat McAfee saying, Yo, Ben Johnson in Washington is not a slam dunk. And I tell you what, everybody's assumed Dan Quinn to Seattle and Ben Johnson to Washington, and he said, uh, I'd bet one of those doesn't happen, and maybe not either. Um, We talked about this yesterday. I think the Dan Quinn to Seattle thing, if that was going to happen, it it would have happened by now. Like, I love in the the movie. Because they lost very early. He had a long time to interview. Right. I love the movie The Social Network when the Winklevoss twins are suing Zuckerberg, right? And he finally just says, if you were going to build Facebook, you would have built Facebook. Like, nothing was stopping you. Nothing has been stopping the Seahawks from hiring Dan Quinn for some time now. So, I think Schefter, in my opinion, was shutting down the Quinn conversation. Um, Not necessarily shutting down the Ben Johnson to D.C. conversation. This is from Rap Sheet, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, this morning, live in Mobile at the Senior Bowl where I'm not even, frankly, sure Washington, certainly scouts and and people in the front office are there, but, like, 
Washington's still trying to figure out their coach. They probably don't have a tremendous presence down mm-hmm. in Mobile. I agree. Uh, Rappaport talking about the NFL coaching carousel. Yeah, and, and the Mike McDonald one is fascinating to me because, first of all, I've talked to a couple teams who interviewed him. It sounds like he has been really dynamic in some of these interviews. I had one uh, person involved with one of the head coach searches who said this was the best interview we had by far. He is young. He is bright. Sort of the defensive Sean McVay is how he was described to me. And the fact that Seattle was willing to wait until after the Super Bowl to talk to him gives me Shane Steichen vibes. That makes me think he is a really, really strong candidate in, in Seattle. We will see where it goes today, but certainly that is one to watch. Shane Steichen vibes, B. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody remembers the Colts waited around for Steichen until after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, this, you know, they waited till after the NFC Championship game. Um, but what I heard there is a couple things. If he's talking about somebody that's interviewed McDonald, um, that could include the commanders people that interviewed him. Um, but it could include a, a number of teams that interviewed him early on, or it could include somebody from Seattle that I believe had a virtual interview with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the fact that rap is talking about this seems like a guy that could really make sense in Seattle. I I think to me, a lot of what people, and they have a defensive mindset there. Yeah, and 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 I think people are setting up a, a situation where all right, everybody thought it was Dan Quinn because he used to coach there, but that might not mean nearly as much. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just think we got to kind of have the right idea here, um, and that to me adds up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it adds up for you, but I think mm-hmm. it adds up to me. Um, I think we could get to a spot where it is McDonald in Seattle and Johnson in D.C. And all of the reporting that folks have said is correct. Um, I don't know. Does that kind of seem to you possible, B? It's possible. Uh, you know, but for me, you know how I think. I'm, I'm ready for whoever they get to get. Let me know the game plan, and then I'm gonna start watching them put those uh, those bricks in place. Sure, Landville, what are you hearing there between Schefter yesterday and Rap today on uh, as this thing kind of continues to unfold? I uh, definitely agree that I don't think they're hiring Dan Quinn either in Seattle or Washington because they could have just done that already. So it probably will be Johnson and McDonald. I think. Or McDonald, I guess. I think those will be the guys that get the jobs. And I'm guessing Ben Johnson will be here in McDonald in Seattle. And I can just say, for the commanders, if they don't hire a guy who was uh, either still one of the coordinators, which I don't think any of those guys that are still um, uh, with the Niners or Chiefs or candidates, uh, but if they don't hire somebody from the Lions or the Ravens, I'll be annoyed that it took them this long. Because they could have gotten it done? Right, because you could have just got it done. I think we could apply the Dan Quinn logic here too right yeah like if washington wanted to hire dan quinn i mean they made it clear they want to move as fast as possible and they made it clear that don't you think though you want to move fast as possible but you don't want to not talk to these two guys who are considered two of the best totally and what if they when you interview them they have the asking price is out the roof or 
their mindset doesn't fit with what you're thinking. And then you make a change and you go back to somebody you've already interviewed. That wouldn't I wouldn't be worried about that. I mean that you just you you did all your due diligence. You made sure you talked to everybody, then you figured out who was the right one. Jeff, what do you make of it? Um you couldn't see my facial expressions, but uh I'm on the line with B. Um they could have just been waiting because, you know, of course they want to interview the best out there, but they also don't want to put all their eggs in one basket. They want to see if, you know, that guy will fit with the organization because we could be like, oh, Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson, but the minute they get in the interview, Ben Johnson, not saying he would, but it could happen. He put up a, a horrible interview and Josh didn't like him. Or, you know, it just don't mesh with what the, where, where the organization is going. You know, some chemistry is just not there. You can have two, two all-stars, but if the chemistry is not there, it wouldn't work. So I'm just thinking they're interviewing everyone. And they, they're, what do you say, thorough but rapid? Yeah. That's exactly what he's being. He's moving quick. He got all the other interviews out the way, but he's the thorough part is where he looks at all his candidates. I think we forgot that part. When he said thorough but rapid, and they were very, very rapid in the first, the, uh, the, the GM thing, I think we forgot about the thorough part. You can't be rapid when some other people are still working. So once they get they finished, then you interview them. Now you can weigh those interviews against what you've already done. And it may have been one that came through that you said, oh, if things don't work out with the other, we can go back to him. But then if he comes back, the guy you've been waiting on, and he says something and you move forward with it, it's cool. You know what's cool? Barstool Nate joins us next on the BetQL. Nathan. Something to consider before we talk to our guy Barstool Nate. Uh Uh-huh. Just got this tweet from Noble Martin. The uh, The event Friday night is 2-2-22. Is that right? All right, it's February it's 2nd, right? It's the two-year anniversary of 2-2-22. Oh, wow. How about that? Wow. Uh, right now. You got breaking news, name change? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to wait. You're not supposed to just say the breaking news. <laughs> right now, time to go to the BetQL guest line. Talk to our boy, Mr. Barstool, Nate. Nate Dog, how do you do, bud? JP, that that two two twenty two thing you just did was one of the worst fun facts I've ever heard. <laughs> God, that was, God that was so bad, dude. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the past. That is the past. Yeah, I still think they're going to change the name. I don't think it's coming anytime soon, and I don't think there'll be a giant song and dance about it. Like, just make it something better, and we all move forward. On heard and upward to 24, Nate Dogg. That's um, very fair. That's very fair. Sir, where you, I, I want to talk to you about whatever is going on in your life, but let's start in our shared life um, yes. with this football team. Um, what do you make of the coaching search? Where are you at? Uh, ben Johnson is my head coach. He, I, I would be stunned if he wasn't. I don't think stunned needs to be a negative thing. I would just be very surprised if he was not named the head coach of our beloved Washington football commanders. Uh, I, I did a lot of scouting of him over the last two weeks watching the Lions Ooh. play in the playoffs. I was very impressed. I think he is a wonderful offensive mind, young, uh, under the tweeage of Dan Campbell, who I really like as a head coach. Say what you want about his aggressiveness. I, I like it, and I like that if we could have some of that as well. 
Um, so he's my guy. If, if it's not him and it's Mr. Outside Hire, Mr. Other Candidate, I will probably be fine with that too because there's a lot of good candidates still out there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think uh, Ben Johnson is, is – it's his job to lose in my brain. I don't know if that really means anything to the ownership of the commanders, but it's his job in my brain. I think that is a quite mature attitude. I think that largely aligns with Brian and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and you say I, mature on Mason? He, he's I, growing up now. I, I, I don't know. I think he kind of nailed it, man. He did. Um, well, because here's I, I, the thing. I think J- here's lot- the thing, B. Is JP wants to put me down every week, but he always goes, I mostly agree with you. I mostly agree with you because I'm always correct about mostly everything. Now, that, when, that, you, when you say you do this, when you say and then you, you do say, this, when you say what you're saying, it makes sense. But there are people out there that act like if you have to get one guy or, or nothing. And I think, I really believe that's just the people that like to be fools on, on, on our social media. It, and that's the thing. We don't know how he interviews. You know, we don't know how he vibes with ownership and, and Adam Peter. Like, we don't know any of that. So as much as we like watching him call plays and watch the Lions offense drive down the field, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We have no idea his attitude, how he, you know, talks in, in meetings, any of that. So while we love him, we, we really don't we, – we see, you know, half of it. We don't see the behind the scenes. And when it comes down to it, it's not our money. So if they're not comfortable paying this guy to lead the team, we just have – again, we've said this last week and the week before, we just have to trust that the right trust guys the are in the right place to make the right decision. We have to trust the process. I am – I'm with you, dude. I, I really am. I, I think at, at some point if you believe these guys know what they're doing, then roll with it. And, and I think they know what they're doing. And I think – I frankly, I think it's – I think it's going to be Ben Johnson, and I think it happens before the end of the week. Um, I. I agree. They they do have a couple interviews today, right? Yeah, but, including um, Ben Johnson. Yeah, yeah, but a couple other ones I meant. But I, I'm not putting a ton of stock into that. But yeah, I agree with you, JP. I I do think he'll be the coach based on everything that you know we've heard and read. Uh, yeah. How about let's say by Friday at at noon he'll be the new head coach. Um, well, kind of pushing forward on that is. They want this to be done, right? I mean, if you think about, they already had the Shrine Bowl. This week's the Senior Bowl. Um, the Combine is kind of less fast. than a month away. Um, yep. They want this head coach search over officially. Mm-hmm. And next week, generally, Roger Goodell and his crew, they don't want you making big announcements. Why? Because they want everybody talking about Mahomes and Kelsey and Chris Jones. Yeah. And actually, Trent Williams and, Purdy. and Brock Purdy and Taylor Swift, whoever they want, all eyes on the Super Bowl. So I think it gets done this week, particularly because of that. Um, I just, I think it's an exciting time for Commanders fans, and I think folks should be really fired up. Um, and if it ends up not being Johnson, it's I don't think it's because. They're losing in a a duel to the Seahawks. I think it's because they decide to go in a different direction. Yeah, this is the there's three big puzzle pieces, right? There's ownership, general manager, head coach. You need all three of those to be aligned, in place, ready to go for the full offseason. Senior Bowl, Combine, Draft, you know, Camp, etc. And I say the Super Bowl, everybody there. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and if all three guys are aligned. 
by the Super Bowl, that's even better, of course. So uh, I'm with you. Uh, I would love for it to be done by Friday. And if it's not Ben Johnson, I guess what's the other name? Mike McDonald we're looking at, um, who I wouldn't mind that as well. Young guy, young brain, 36 years old. Um, he's obviously going to be a head coach fairly soon in the NFL, if not here, somewhere else. But, yeah, uh, I, 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 we're going to keep saying it. It's going to be a long offseason of us saying it. It's a great time to be a fan of this team. We have five draft picks in the top 100. We have one of the sharpest young football minds running the show uh, in the GM spot, and we're about to bring in a young head coach. And then it's just a matter of building this roster and getting back to where we need to be. And then we can start talking about the new stadium and maybe a new name and all that other fun stuff that comes with I think we talk about franchise. a quarterback, right? Yeah. Well, that, that's the draft. Oh, did I not say draft? I, I, obviously, we're going QB with the second overall pick. Uh, I think that's a no-brainer at this point. So, yeah, all, all the pieces are coming together. Might be a slow process. I don't, I don't think we should expect overnight success. But, uh, you know, we, we've dealt with so much. So finally, all the pieces are in place or coming into place slowly. And it's just time to, you know, just really trust that we're going to run this team the way a team is supposed to be run. It's a new time. Have a new mindset. Yeah, exactly. Throw, throw all the old bad thoughts out the window. It, it's finally, 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 you know, no more Snyder holdovers, no more Ron Rivera, no more Jack Del Rio. Just finally the right football people in the right spot. What do you make of Ron getting interviews? Ron's getting the interview with the Rams now for their head coaching position. Uh, it's very respectful. <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it. Um, he's been in the league a long time. I, I He must have just missed out on that Eagles job. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, I was rooting for him. I, I, I will never root for a guy to not get a job. You know, I was really rooting for Ron Rivera to really get that Eagles defensive coordinator job. I do think it's fascinating that after how bad he's been as a head coach and kind of like a mockery um, of a head coach based on the fact that he didn't coach the team all season. Uh, it, it, it's pretty fascinating that he's getting jobs. Maybe they just want to see if he'd like to get a front office job and they're disguising it as a defensive coordinator interview. I don't know. I can't really make heads or tails of it because he he's just, I'm surprised he's even taking the interviews, to be honest. Like, why does he even want to do this? He, he His head's not in the game. He doesn't seem like he really wants to be out there. I think he just loves football. And he loves being around the guys. But I, he, he's obviously not the right guy to coach any defense in the NFL. It's funny. I think coaches coach. I've also been kind of surprised at his immediate – desire to get back into it. I think he'd take a year off, chill. I, I'm confident he'd get on ESPN or NFL Network. I, Remember I told you that coaches have bigger egos than players? And when it ended how it ended with him, he does not want that to be the end. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was super negative. If he can go anywhere and bring some positive to it, he's going to do it. Sure. Um, Nate, now I know you wrote a blog about Chase, yeah, and, and and B and I have kind of avoided the Chase Young. Not avoided. I, I mean, his play hasn't been very good. He's been really bad against the run. Um, but it there is like a certain vitriol with a lot of Burgundy and Gold fans related to Chase Young. Do you find yourself sharing that? 
I he wore thin with me last year when he was medically cleared for like eight weeks and he wouldn't come back. And I had had this inkling for a while with him that he's one of those guys who since a very, very young age, probably like eight years old playing peewee, that he was always the best, always better than everybody else and a physical freak, one of the best athletes, you know, to ever walk this earth. And he never had to put in the extra effort to get, you know, to that next level. Not to say that he didn't work hard and lift weights and, you know, all that, but just one of those naturally freak guys who, you know, just never had to take that next, you know, just effort level. And now we're seeing it where he clearly just doesn't really like playing football. It, it just doesn't look like he wants to try when he's on the field and he's playing barely any snaps in San Francisco. And when he's on the field, he's making no impact. And it, 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 it it kind of makes me sad in a way because I was so hyped on him and I thought he could be that face of the franchise, you know, number two overall pick, change the culture, change everything, you know, strike fear into offensive coordinators across the league when they had to come play Washington. And it, it, none of that ever happened. I know the injury, awful. I, I would, if I had to guess, he never fully got back to where he was at 100% after the knee injury. It happens a lot to a lot of guys. You feel bad for him for that. But, at the same time, I, I don't want to question, you know, his rehab work ethic, but it all lines up, right? Like, if we, if we can just gun to your head, you're like, yeah, he probably didn't put in that extra work, extra effort to get back to where he needed to be, and it's really, really, really showing on the field. And so, no, I don't dislike the guy, I guess. It's just, like, I don't feel bad for him either. It's just I don't, I don't, I don't care about him at this point. It's just he, he's, he's playing, you know, just backup snaps, 20% of the snaps, whatever it is, out in San Francisco. He's out of sight, out of mind. If he wins a ring, good for him. It's not his ring. He did nothing. You know, you could replace him with a ton of other guys in the league, and they could have that ring instead. He's not been a game changer whatsoever. I don't know if I go as far as you. If you're on the team and you're getting snaps, you deserve the ring. Like, mm-hmm. they traded for him. He deserves the ring. He's on the team. Um, of course, JP, I'm saying, but he could be replaced by – dozens of other defensive ends across the league who make the same exact impact. Yeah, but he's not. He's on the team. He's making to like you what to say he doesn't deserve a ring, like you're on the roster, you deserve it. Period. Yeah. Um but, I mean I, I just think when when someone is out of sight, out of mind, they are that. And the fact that a lot of thought goes into all the things, I don't know why we worry about him. Well so and here's much. like Well because he did play here. He was taken second overall and, you know, okay. he did uh, – a lot of people do feel spurned by him that he didn't give his best effort, and I think that's a fair thing for Commanders fans. But do we know he didn't about. give his best effort? Because I'll be honest with you, I heard comments when a lot of stuff was coming out that it wasn't 100% true. So we've seen this this group try to make somebody else look bad when they're making decisions to do something too. It, the, it, it's just my best guess, my best opinion that I can give uh, is that he didn't. And, and I could be wrong, but that's my, that's how I feel about it. Well, right and then now. there's the play that everybody highlighted against the Lions where he didn't – it sure seemed like he didn't try to tackle David Montgomery before he got in the end zone, right? Like Zero effort. Now, some of that is going to be – like we live in this screen grab culture where it's like, aha, I've got you, and it probably doesn't show the full story. But here's what I – like – I know and appreciate you and your love for the team, and I think you speak for a lot of people in your frustration with Chase, 
because it didn't work here, and I can, I can wrap my head around that. I don't get yeah. this because this went relatively viral on Twitter, and I think this is junk. I don't know much about the account NFL Notify, but it's one of these aggregators, and at times these aggregators just make stuff up. They do a lot. And yeah. this dude, NFL Notify, this person, bot, robot, woman, being, whoever the hell's behind this, new report. The 49ers will consider benching Chase Young for the Super Bowl matchup versus the Chiefs. Young has made a habit of taking several plays off, and the 49ers have started to view him as a liability. We have no idea if that's real. Mm -hmm. And because it exists on social media, it therefore becomes real, or at least a perception of reality. And I hate that. Yeah, I don't like stuff like that, but I'll say, if you want to look at anything that's real, they didn't give you a fifth year here. You go there, and they don't give you no type of extension or anything of that nature. It hasn't been discussed it. Totally. That's that's a real right there. Right. But all these people that just want to put out stuff, my whole thing, when you leave a team, if I say I don't care about you, I don't care about you. I don't care what you do. Because you JP, left because you weren't doing good. <laughs> let me speak to the millions of your listeners right now. It, all those aggregator accounts, this one, NFL Notify, has 31,000 followers. Don't believe anything they say. The only people really believe are the beat writers and then, like, the Schefters and Ian Rappaport. Like, all the, that's obviously such a made-up report up by this account trying to gain followers because there is a – if you buy that blue check mark on Twitter and then you just, you know, get 3,000 retweets, like you're just making yourself money and nobody can hold you accountable for it. Just because it, it, it's obviously such a made up tweet just to get retweets and it worked. But yeah, I, I don't trust any of those accounts whatsoever. Word. Um, I thought I, I saw your blog. Like, I, I've covered Chase. I know him. I know there have been plays off. I know he's been bad against the run. I still don't understand. People seem to hate the dude, and and I, I guess there is the lost promise of of taking him at number two. Certainly, the lost promise of taking him at number two when the reco- he when, didn't take himself when there were quarterbacks available. Right, he, he didn't take like, himself. Like if you're <laughs> mad at somebody, be mad at Ron. Be mad at Dan. You know what I mean? I like that. Hate, that's my I don't stance. Hate him for that or any of that. I I understand people who dislike him for his arrogance and the way he handled himself, the way he never wanted to play, the way he set, still. He sat out plays in Washington, sitting out plays in San Fran. I get people's dislike of him. I don't think it's so far-fetched that if you're a Commanders fan and you're seeing him out there still doing the same nonsense, being like, yeah, I just don't like this dude. I mean, you're right. That's fair. If he's doing the same stuff, you know, if he's doing the right stuff, they let him go for a reason. He's not with your team anymore. He wasn't helping your team. Let it go. Let him hurt somebody else's team. Keep moving. If someone gave that poor of an effort and the tweet went viral, I would have blogged it all the same. If it was any other player just jog, pretty much doing the Albert Hainsworth, you know, just doing the worm on the field. If it was anybody else, we would have handled it the exact same way because it's a lazy, ridiculous play for a defensive lineman, edge rusher in the NFL to do. Just give zero effort during a touchdown play in the I don't NFC think, championship game. It, listen, could he have made that tackle? Maybe. Could he have made a, a bigger attempt? Absolutely. I wouldn't compare that to Albert Hainsworth just laying <laughs> on the field. <laughs> At all. I, I mean, similar. Albert didn't even get up. Chase might as well have been laying on the field, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, all right. Before we let you go, you know me. I, I support the hell out of your work. I love part of my take. I am a Barstool supporter, but I'm not like fully in the ecosystem. 
This time last week, you came on the show with us, and we congratulated you about Barstool Radio. Now it appears that lasted a week. What the hell's going on? So, <laughs> Damn, you like Chase doing... Young. You can't keep a job? <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't me. This one wasn't me for once. Uh, I was. I hosted Friday Barstool Radio, not Monday through Thursday. I did a great job on Friday. Got triple the number of listeners as uh, Monday through Thursday. They came in to, yesterday to do Barstool Radio, not my show, the Monday through Thursday crew, and they completely dropped the ball on everything. They ignored everything that happened on Friday that they should have, you know, discussed and talked about and all that stuff. So they got the show canceled, meaning Monday through Thursday got canceled. Friday is still to, to be determined if I still have my Friday slot. So here's my question, because I remember it was a big deal when Portnoy said he was turning off the comments, right? Because he just yeah. didn't he didn't want the comments anymore. And then, like, five days later, he said, okay, if you sign up for Barstool Gold, you can make comments. Like, is this just a push to some other platform that no. it will then be re-released? No, radio wasn't working the way it was supposed to be working. I did my best to save it. I did everything in my power and more to save it. I, you can only lead a horse to water. You know, you can't make them drink the water. And I, I, was, I was trying so hard to get them to drink the water Monday through Thursday. They refused. And so now the horse is dead. And that's basically just how it goes sometimes. I'm sorry your horse is dead, buddy. It's all right. There will always be new horses, you know. There One horse al- dies so another can live. There will always be new horses. Nate Dog, appreciate the time, bud. I love you guys. See you soon. All See you, man. That's our boy, Eric Nathan, Barstool Nate, joining us via the BetQL guest line. You can follow him on X, better known as Twitter, or Instagram, X. at Barstool Nate. Um, one of the things I like about our program is we try to, like, have our friends on and create this atmosphere of we're all hanging out together at this great big digital audio sports bar in the sky as mm-hmm. landfill gives me the finger. And one of the people that would absolutely be hanging out at our digital audio sports bar in the sky is Paul Henry. Not just because we've worked with him, but because I like the dude. I like hanging out with Paul. And if you need any work done at your home, you should get a hold of Paul Henry. Because he can do your windows. He can do a lot more than that. And he does a great job. He rolls in there. He personally, Paul, he's like a celebrity. He's going to walk in there and give you an estimate. And he's damn good looking, Landfill. Don't you forget about that. Call Paul this month. You receive 100 bucks off each window with a five-window minimum or $500 off each door. I don't know about how good looking he is, but I know he's a good he dude. Uh, Paul comes in. He does a great job. I did my windows, did doors for me. He came in. I had some dormers that had messed up because the... Previous builder did a terrible damn job. Paul came in and fixed that. And all of that cool air when I need it in the winter, in the summer stays in my house. All the warm air in the winter, it stays in my house because of these new windows and doors. You know, Paul does a great job, and he does so much, he also helps out the community. Doing a deal right now, you can see at paulhenry.com, Paul is helping out breast cancer. Make sure you go out there and uh, support that as well. You can call Paul right now to receive $100 off each window with the five-window minimum and up to $500 off each door. Contact Paul Henry's window installation today and tell him B. Mitch and Finley sent you. PaulHenry'sWindows.com, your clear home improvement choice. B. Mitch and Finley, 1067 The Fan. Jeff's here. Appreciate that. Landfill's here. Appreciate that. Um, Let's think about this, and we can go around the room on this one. Um, A lot of people, I I was at NBC4 yesterday, and I think, uh, you know, Un Yang, who we've had on the program, mm-hmm. Un is just awesome, and she is a serious football fan. 
Oh, yeah. Her and her family are hardcore Burgundy and Gold fans, but they're they're watching every game. And she was telling me she was just really disappointed that Detroit didn't win and that she was rooting for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And I get that, like, on a national level, I think a lot of folks were rooting for the Lions. And then they get up on that big – they get the big lead. Yeah. and You know what I mean? They get the big lead, and then – it's like, all right, man, Detroit's going to do this. Holy moly, Detroit's going to the Super Bowl. And then they, whatever you want to say, cough it up, choke it. Whatever happens. 60 minutes. They played 30 great minutes. Right. And I think a lot of folks were disappointed. Um, so if, if you're disappointed, Detroit doesn't get there. And I think we've talked at length, and I don't think there should be, but we've talked at length that there is Mahomes' Chiefs fatigue, of which I don't have any. I don't have it. Um, do you like this matchup? They just played. Yeah, I like it. Four years ago. Yeah, but, but the thing of it is, how do we? The problem is, we act as if the Super Bowl is who we want in it. It's the best teams at the end of the season, right? The teams that played the best when they were supposed to. And I can't understand why society just doesn't understand how you become the best at something. You work your tail off. If you have issues, you fix them. And when it gets down to it, you have to win in the crucial times. The two teams that are there did that. I understand we have feelings of who we want, what we want to see, what we get tired of. You know why a lot of us, are tired of seeing somebody do something good because we we won't dedicate ourselves to trying to be the best we can be all the time. And that naturally happens. You know, and I'm not saying any person in particular, but if someone can do this year after year after year after year and stay relevant, how do you hate on that? Because I know we like to look at athletes and tell tell your kids to be like that person, but you got to also let the kid understand it's not just because he's on TV. It's what he has to dedicate himself to to be able to consistently be as good as he is. Try saying something like that. Also, let him understand the other things that come from it. But we hate people that are successful. Why? It's something about ourselves we don't like. I don't. I think people just get. I, you look at it that way. I think some people just get tired and and want new winners or whatever. But why you want new winners if they're not doing what they need to do to, do to get there? If 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 Washington, but do you think Lamar didn't do what it takes to get there, or do you think Lamar just had a bad game? He did what it took to get there, but he didn't, in that game right there, he didn't do what he's supposed to do to get get over the hump. Dude, you know how I've been talking about how the numbers from the first half, second half, I, I went back and watched some last night, mm-hmm. way worse. So <laughs> Lamar and his group didn't do enough to get over the hump. And I'm I, like, as a player, am I supposed as, as a former player and a a, a a person that's commentating now? I'm supposed to sit here and go, well, man, I don't want to see the other team. The other team handles their business. Yeah, see, I guess I come at it a different way than you, but I think we're arriving at the same conclusion. I want to see the best. Totally. And this, these two teams are undeniably the best. I think the Chiefs have been by far the best over the last month. They went, they had Miami at home. Then they went on the road to Buffalo, on the road to Baltimore. Yeah. Their defense has been dominant throughout. 
Um, I think they've played maybe outside of San Fran and Detroit, arguably the three best offenses in a row that in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> right? But, but Because Philly but hadn't been right for months. That is what I think we should be pushing. Think about this. Tom Brady and his crew went undefeated. Eli and his crew went on the road, played every game basically on the road, right? They were a wild card team. When they got into the game, looking at it, the Patriots were the better football team. When it, Once that game started, they weren't. So when the Patriots lost, there are people like, oh, man, I wanted to see an undefeated team. They weren't. They, they didn't play well that day. They don't, they don't need to be. They didn't deserve it. But the team that wasn't better than them played better than them that day. They should win. I don't look at it ever as, oh, I'm tired of seeing somebody. No. If you're that damn good, I can dislike your team. But if you consistently do something great, I'm going to give you credit for that. Unless it's the Cowboys. I'll come up with excuses if it's the Cowboys. I'll give them credit. I mean, look, I'll give them credit. When you got somebody I mean, those good, Jimmy teams, Troy, they, Emmett. When they're good, when they you're good, loaded. you're good. But I think as human beings, we seem to hate on success. Um, and it's weird. Are you happy, Landfill, with the Super Bowl matchup? Chiefs-Niners. I think I would have preferred Chiefs-Lions, but I'm not upset. Um, I'm a Ravens hater, so I'm glad that they lost. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not. This is not <laughs> ideal for me, but it's it's you acceptable. The Ravens, the Ravens because Jeff right across from you right there? I hated the Ravens before Jeff became a bandwagon Ravens fan, and it's one of the reasons it annoyed me so much. <laughs> because others also became bandwagon Ravens fans, or is this directly correlated to Matt Valdez? I am of the opinion that all Ravens fans are bandwagon Ravens fans. Because they should be Colts fans? Because they basically don't. I mean, the Ravens are, like, basically a new team, brand new. (laughs) I think that shows that we, my friend, are a little old, that we consider a team. I'm old. I've I've embraced being an old guy. I'm pumped for it. Me too. Brian prides himself on his youthfulness. I am old, and I just want to be, I just want people to look at me and be like, damn, JP looks good for a 50-year-old. Uh, the real thing that well, mostly you need to annoys get the 50 me. First. The doctor. Uh, the real thing that mostly annoys me about the Ravens, though, is how everybody, uh, whenever I have to see them on like DC channels, and like when I went up there on Sunday and it was on NBC Four. <laughs> there's not only that, but when um, you know during the uh, Sundays you get three f- games in the afternoon, uh-huh. and one of the CBS games is always the Ravens because there's Ravens fans in this area. And before they had Lamar Jackson, it was the worst, most boring game imaginable. Boring. There's there's an anecdote to that, however. Red Zone Channel has has made that moot. Do you not get Red Zone Channel? I'm not paying extra for that. I don't think you have to pay extra as long as you get the sports package. I'm not paying extra for that. Go on Reddit. They got they got free streams. Jeffrey, are you happy with this Super Bowl matchup? I actually am. I think it's going to be a, a competitive Super Bowl. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I would have liked to see the Ravens or the Lions in it just to give us, you know, some new colors, new teams, new new stories and stuff, you know, surrounding the Super Bowl. But uh, I guess we got to settle with the Chiefs and 49ers. But like I said, I think this is going to be a, a good Super Bowl game. Like, it's not going to be a blowout. It won't be boring. I think it will be an exciting one. I care about good games. I think this will – Provide a very good game. 
and I I like greatness. I, I love all the storylines that they have in this. Yeah, I love all of them. You got a seasoned professional quarterback who is ultimately the best out there right now. You have another guy who be questioned, but is showing you you don't have to be a first rounder to get this thing done if you just go out there and keep working. And I think that, that see that's my ultimate thing. Like you know how many people I know that were drafted. And then once they got in the league, they became lazy as hell. And then they didn't live up to their hype. And I've had a lot of fans tell me about, oh, man, he didn't get a chance. I know he was a damn bum and he didn't work to get where he's supposed to get. So they're telling me how someone is supposed to be somewhere. Why? Because you think that? But when you sit there every day with people and you're in the weight room with them and you're out there on the football field and you don't see them giving their best effort, you know why. But I see fans who just go with the surface of what they see and, and want to say, well, this person should and that person should. When people put the work in it that a lot of these guys do and a lot of the teams do, they're supposed to be there. I'm happy with this matchup. Let's do this. When we return, I got some news coming in here. Little Anthony Weaver news who interviewed with the commanders yesterday. How about a little Ben Johnson news, Brian? Mm-hmm. I got you when we return. Before we go, got to tell you about my guys at Rudy's Golf. We keep talking about the Super Bowl. You know what would be a great place to watch the Super Bowl? Rudy's Golf. Whether you want to fine-tune your game or just look for some good old-fashioned fun, Rudy's got 74 driving range bays equipped with top tracer technology. All of them have their own TV. They got chicken wings, beer, great food, mozzarella sticks to die for. I actually think it would be a ton of fun to go to a Super Bowl party at Rudy's. They always have great specials going. You want to bring the kids. 36 holes of miniature golf. That is a ton of fun. Great draft beer selection. I love it over there. You will too. Check them out, rudysgolf.com or on Instagram. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. 
Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Rudy's Golf. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Now, during the course of our four-hour radio broadcast, we like to do a lot of things. News, entertainment, information, analysis, opinion. But the news is always... BS and two. Well, the news is always at the center of everything, right? Yeah. And I got some serious news here. Okay. Um, First on Anthony Weaver, then on Ben is Johnson. Is it serious or is it the breaking? Serious. Okay. Um, let's Make sure we be on the... Right stuff. I hear you. Let's start with Anthony Weaver. Yeah. Ravens assistant head coach, defensive line coach. Diana Rossini reporting Anthony Weaver will interview for the defensive coordinator position for the Miami Dolphins per source. Weaver spent hours on Monday with the commanders discussing the head coaching job. Now, it's easy to jump to a conclusion. Well, if he interviewed for a head coaching job here, he. Why would he take a D.C. job? He doesn't think he's going to get it. I think that's a little too simple, but it is a fair thought. Um, Both the D.C. job with Miami and the head coaching job certainly would be upward moves for him. Because he's a D-line coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I I believe he has ties to Mike McDaniel as well down in Miami. So I I read that as as interesting, but I'm not drawing a, a, a definitive conclusion from it. Okay. That I found that interesting. I'm with you on that. So Anthony Weaver is interviewing in Miami for the D.C. job, which is open because Vic Fangio went to the Eagles. Um, I also think the Dolphins' D.C. job is a pretty good job. Yeah. I think they got they some, got some, they got some talent on the defense. Well, I mean, who's the big boy? Christian Wilkins, I think. They have a, they have a stud D tackle I like, Jalen Ramsey. Is it, Chris, um, or is it Quinnen? No, he's with uh, – Quinnen is with uh, the Jets. All right. Um, I do want to get to this Ben Johnson news because I think there's more excitement about Ben Johnson, more interest about Ben Johnson, and this is real Ben Johnson news. Um, I'm pulling up the Dolphins roster. Yeah, Wilkins, Christian Wilkins. Um, the betting markets have established Ben Johnson, <clears throat> excuse me, as certainly the leader to get the commander's head job. We know that the commanders are going to be talking to Ben Johnson today. Mm -hmm. But I I just thought we had to discuss this, Landfill. Honestly, Landini, I think this might matter the most to you as it relates to Ben Johnson. West Ham has turned down an inquiry from Crystal Palace for Ben Johnson, the 24-year-old fullback out of contract this summer from West Ham. You know what? Explore whether We're about to start putting hands on you. You you come in with all this. I almost said the real word, the BS word. You always come up here getting us thinking it's some real information and you bringing all this whack stuff. We don't give a damn about no soccer right now. Ben Johnson no, is a 24-year-old fullback. Well, we don't care for, about that. For West Ham. No, no, no. That's not the Ben Johnson we're talking about. Landfill. Landfill. Landfill you, cares you, about soccer. Landfill, you want me to handle this for you? Good. Jeff, Jeff did you hear the news? Jeff. Hold on, Jeff hasn't heard it. Can I just say it to Jeff? Jeff, come on in. We've got to smash. I mean, it. of course, Jeff wasn't here for the break. I, I was the talking Johnson to Drab. News. I was talking to Drab. Jeez, he called me out there. Okay, but are you aware 
about this new Ben Johnson news? No, what's up? All right. West Ham has turned down an inquiry from Crystal Palace for Ben Johnson, the 24-year-old fullback who's out of contract this summer. Get out of here. Hey, yo, hey, yo, yo, Lauren, turn ah, your radio oh, off. Oh, he's legit choking me. <laughs> Lauren, if you're listening, turn the radio off. <laughs> he's about to get beat up. Um, Dude, I'm just saying it's news. Man, go, go to break, dude. I'm not even singing. Go to damn break. Landfill. As, break as our, on time for once. As our resident soccerologist, <laughs> you, don't you care you, about you that? You play too much, dog. I don't know. Mitch Yo, Tish- give us a real Weaver news. He'll come out with this Ben fake stuff. Mitch Tischler joins us next. <laughs> High noon in the District of Columbia. Breaking news. I have soup and a new flavor of Celsius. I'm trying the tropical vibe. B, I know you've had this one. What do you think? Vibing. It is vibing. Um, a lot of people really appreciated the uh, update on West Ham. In soccer, we do a ton of soccer here. How many so. people cursed you out? I got some feedback. How many people cursed you out? Percentage-wise. Uh, Chef Cook says JP's on some bleep. Yeah, he's about uh, to get beat up. Um, a couple of people suggested that you should actually beat me up. Uh, uh, Jeff, I need to send you downstairs, get uh, some bourbon, and I'm going to have a couple of shots, and I'm going at JP. Right no, to his dome. Got you. No. Um, <laughs> joining us right now on the If Vec- you buy the bourbon, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> CK, I don't feel well. I got to go. Um, <laughs> joining us now on the BetQL guest line is our boy, Mr. Mitch Tischler. Mitch, course, what's up, brother? From the Beltway Football Podcast. Hello, Mitchell. How do you do, buddy? What's going on, guys? I'm surprised to hear that B needs a little bourbon to beat up, beat you up. I always thought he could do it sober. Well, nah. I, I think he when, can. When you're sober and you do something, then you can't use, like, you know, I, I had another reason, you know, try to get off of it. <laughs> oh, you're looking for an excuse. Mitch, exactly. Did, yeah, did you yeah. hear our Ben Johnson news? I did not. Was this the soccer Ben Johnson yes. that uh, yes. is floating around at, the internet? At, at Bama did that at this time of the year, knowing <laughs> people are waiting on news. And a couple of people want me to take him out. Um, but obviously the coaching search is, is going strong here. What do you make of kind of where we are? You've got Schefter's report from yesterday balanced against maybe what Rapp has said today. Bring us up to speed on Mitch Tischler's opinion of the commander's coaching search. Uh, things haven't changed too much for me. I think this is one of those things where um, a lot of folks are, are uh, have a lot to say about it, but at the end of the day, it's going to be kind of where we all thought it was. And to me, that's, uh, that's, that's going to be Ben Johnson, and kind of the rest of it is just uh, white noise that we have to, uh, to, uh, to filter out probably for the next, uh, you know, whatever it may be, 24 12, 24, 48 hours. See, if, if uh, certain, like, uh, media people wouldn't put BS out there, like the guy that put the stuff out about some West Ham soccer player, we can just wait till it happens and be happy. But we got certain people with big ears just putting stuff out there and get people over <laughs> all, all hyped all up All I did stuff. was give a West Ham update. You know, and then we got other people that don't want somebody else to beat them to something. Uh, like little short people with a big head named Schefter who want to come out and say other words and make you think that the other thing is wrong because he, he know that it's right, but he know that the other guy not going to get hired over there, and it's just confusing all of us. You know what I'm going with, Mitch? Yeah, like I said, there's, there's a lot of noise <laughs> flying around. I think that we know that this group wants, uh, wants Ben Johnson. It's been pretty apparent from, from the start that he was their, their number one target, and despite – you know, big heads or big ears or whatever hey, else hey, going hey, around hey. out there. It's, I think it's going to be that guy. <laughs> you know what big ears means? Big ears. Um, <laughs> big ear muffs. So, 
Let's talk with Mitch here. Um, you know, it's a lot like the draft. I always say this, that whatever your opinion is of players at the end of the college football season, you should do everything possible to keep that your opinion by the time you get to late April when they draft. Um, because everything that happens in between, sure, there are some measurements that matter. There are certainly for players with medical issues. Hands. You're right, but like if if... if Michael Penix, probably the most important thing that's going to happen knee. to him over the next two months is teams examining that knee. Hell, he may need, he may be on crutches after the examinations. Totally. So Not I think, sure it was limping after when I went to the damn uh, combine. But uh, I, I think Caleb Williams, I thought Caleb Williams was going to be the first overall pick on Christmas, and I think he's going to be the first overall pick on, in late April. I don't know what team. Maybe there's trades. Lots mm-hmm. of things can happen. But I, I think you're right, Mitch, if our – if our instincts told us Ben Johnson was getting this job when the season ended, despite a whole lot of stuff in between, I, I think Ben Johnson is the guy. Now, I'm curious for you because not even when this process started. I mean, it, it was an interesting end of season for Washington because we. It, it seemed like even Ron knew Ron was out. It was kind of just this matter of time. And he fi- knew. Finality, right? So we've all been kind of talking about who we want to get that job, et cetera. Um, and you've been big on Raheem Morris. He's gotten a job in Atlanta now. I'm curious, um, who's your top dog now? Do you want it? Is it Ben Johnson? Is it somebody else? What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it's got to be Ben Johnson. I mean, I, the the biggest, my biggest, you know, plus for for Raheem was just uh, kind of his his leadership and the way that. You know, folks folks want to follow him, and and he gets guys to to buy in with him, and and I think, you know, Ron Rivera did a really good job of being everyone's best friend, but maybe not being not doing the best job of being, you know, making hard decisions or, or being the best head coach for this team, and ultimately, you know, I think that's you know where, uh, I think that's 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 where you know a team has to go is have a guy who's making, you know, the best decisions for his organization, and at the end of the day. You know, we don't know between Mike McDonald, Ben Johnson, you know, Anthony Weaver, any of these guys, you know, are they going to be the guy that's going to stand up in the locker room and, and give the, you know, motivational speech? Are they going to get the guys to get going? But we know that he is probably the best X's and O's offensive guy out there. And um, certainly by all by all accounts from, you know, folks that, that we've talked to and you guys have talked to on, you know, on the radio and whatnot, he, you know, players like him and, and want to play for him. But you know, his the way that he gets the ball into into his best player's hands to me is such an important piece that's been missing in Washington for a while, and not just with Eric Bieniemy, but before that as well. And you know, you look at that game on Sunday against the Niners, and you know, the third play of the game, you know, Jamison Williams is an explosive player. He might not be able to catch the ball much, but he's <laughs> explosive as all get out. And they found a way to get the ball into his hands, and guess what? It turned into a touchdown. You know, we didn't see that happen with Jahan Dotson. Terry McLaurin, you know, even Curtis Samuel at all last year. And, you know, even in years past, and it's frustrating to see your best players, you know, not get a, not get a look, not get a target until midway through the second quarter or, or even into the second half sometimes. So getting a guy that understands the importance of that in an offense that has some playmakers in it already, I think is a, is a good first step. I tend to agree with you. Um, some non-soccer news, Anthony Weaver Per Diana Rossini is taking an interview with Miami uh, to be the defensive coordinator. What do you make of that? We don't want to jump too far, but 
that would lead me to believe certainly he hasn't been offered the commander's head coaching job. Yeah, certainly not. I think um, I think it's interesting that he's looking to go out there to be a defensive coordinator for the Dolphins, considering he has the uh, associate head coach, you know, title or whatever with the uh, Ravens. It makes me interested too if they're if the Commanders are able to wrap up their head coaching search. If they're able to wrap up Ben Johnson, is he maybe a target to be a DC, you know, here as well? Um, I think that's going to be as as important as obviously the head coaching hire is. If you go out and get, you know, a young offensive mind, which it seems like it's going to be with Ben, uh, the big question is where do you go with defensive coordinator? Do you want, you know, a guy with experience and can kind of help, you know, uh, point Ben Johnson in the right direction in, in terms of, you know, head coaching, or do you want to bring in a younger guy or somebody, you know, who's, who's more up and coming? So uh, that's, that's super interesting because I would have thought that had he not left uh, – if he didn't get the head co- if he didn't get a head coaching job, I, I wouldn't have thought that he'd be looking to leave Baltimore. Well, and I mean, if you want to go a step further, is if he's leaving Baltimore and maybe Mike McDonald gets plucked by the Seahawks, he could just be the Ravens' defensive coordinator. Right, could be. Um, but maybe he wants to live in Miami. Maybe he doesn't want to pay Maryland state taxes. Who knows? There's a lot of things that could happen. Uh, maybe he's coming here. Also, getting all the interview experience you can get in the world is 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 important. I always tell you know young college kids when they come ask for advice, I take every interview you can get, whether it's a job you want or not, because yep. being able to kill an interview is super important, and and that experience is invaluable. Especially in this uh, with the NFL, because we hear about how people don't don't do well in interviews, but the, then we find out people do great in interviews. We find out some of the great interviews are horrible coaches, and vice right. versa. So, well, I mean, we always talk weird. about all the press conferences we've been to in Ashburn, right? And not that that's interviewing, but in some ways it's making your first public appearance. The best press conference I ever attended in Ashburn, and I mean this sincerely, <laughs> was Mark Sanchez when he got signed oh. after Colt McCoy broke his leg. And he was a disaster on the field. Yes. But he's good looking and can speak. There you go. So, it, so it's I, I, it's great point, like it, It's gotten so big right now, but ultimately, if – the coach comes in, if he can coach football real well and motivate people, that's all I need. I have a general manager or another football person to book all the flights and do everything else they need to get done. Um, but I, that's not how it is today. Right. I don't know if you've seen this. This sure looks like Dulles Airport to me. I don't want to guarantee. I can tell you. <laughs> Nikki Javala posted this picture of what looks like Dan Quinn heading back to back through security at Dullis. Maybe that's DCA. Actually, yeah, yeah, because DCA has the north and the south security. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's DCA. I'm kind of surprised they haven't flying to DCA. That's not Dullis. That's too lit up. Yeah, so that's DCA. they also might not have met in Ashburn. Yeah, they could have been hanging in uh, DC last night. You know, it could have been at the Ritz. Could have. Um could have been over right there in uh, Arlington. That's some nice hotels over there. Sure. Isn't that Ruth Chris on that spinning around mm-hmm. rooftop joint? Yeah. Um, hey, that's an airport. We're going to fly out. There's got to be a better term than spinning around rooftop joint. What do they call that? The double tree? No, but like what do the you Ruth call The Ruth Chris don't have a spin around. A rotate, rotating rotating restaurant. No, nah, the Ruth Chris don't spin. It's just that on the roof? That used to be the double tree, I thought. Is there yeah, a, it's, it's, just up on the, it's just up on the roof. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. Um. I think the Dan Quinn stuff, if they were going to hire Dan Quinn, I think they would have hired him already. Do you agree with that, Mitch? I agree with that. 
yeah, uh, we talked about it on the podcast some yesterday, but you know, Dan Quinn's taken a lot of uh, a lot of head coaching interviews and and certainly has has been around between DC and Seattle and and uh, it almost feels like it would be awkward to hire him at any point now because you both franchises clearly were were waiting for this set of uh, of coordinators to become free to interview as well to then go back and hire Dan Quinn feels like it would be like hey Dan we really like those guys but you know I guess we'll take you type thing uh, so I, I guess I don't what know he'll do he'll sign that contract. Oh, certainly, one hundred percent, he'll sign it. But it doesn't doesn't change the fact that it starts things in you know in an awkward fashion, like uh, Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, always give give a not if not if you give me like eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve million dollars, I wouldn't give a damn how it happened. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't think it's going to be Quinn. I I think and have thought it's going to be Johnson, but we'll wait and find out. Um, it's uh, one thing that. I think is is perhaps good is you never know. You saw D'Amico Ryan's last year. You saw the Colts last year. Um, it's entirely possible you can have a first year head coach with probably a new quarterback and kick ass. Yep. But if you look at Peter's first couple years in San Fran, now he wasn't running things, but he was a part of an organizational rebuild, and there were some lean years. They won ten games in two years. If you look at Ben Johnson's first year with the Lions, he wasn't running everything, but he was part of an organizational rebuild. I believe they went three and fourteen. Maybe it was four and thirteen. Either way. Do you think we're kind of pleasantly distracted from what could be a pretty lean football season coming up? I just think that with the picks that they have early and the money. And you have guys on this team that can actually play football. I just think better leadership and guidance with a few extra players will make this team a lot better than what it was. So yeah, you, you, I, you must get you an animal trainer, somebody who knows how to get the absolute best out of every player instead of complaining about players that are not playing great and constantly putting them back on the field. I also think there's going to be a level of uh, understanding from – or patience or, or whatever the word is from the fan base in terms of recognizing that this thing is starting brand new and they're going to be making a ton of change. They're going to be making a ton of changes and it's not something that's going to happen overnight. I think the, the way in which the team ends up with whatever record they are, if they're five and 11 and, you know, Jaden Daniels goes out and has 15 touchdowns and 17 interceptions, then yeah, there's going to be a lot of frustration, but if the quarterback goes out and plays, you know, shows improvement and plays relatively well, there's there's gonna be there's gonna be some leeway. I mean, you look at, you know, halfway through this the season this year when when you when you saw uh Sam Howell playing better week after week, there was a level of acceptance of losing some of those games because you saw the quarterback playing better and mm-hmm. kind of the team uh, coming together. But obviously that fell off a cliff this year. But I think, you know, when you look at next year with, you know, all new front office, all new, you know, coaching staff, you know, probably 80% new players on the field. Uh, I, I think there'll be, there'll be a little bit of leeway for, 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 for not winning, you know, 10, for not winning double digit games. I agree with that. Um, let me ask you this. We asked, was that Jenks? You owe me a Coke? Um, Mitch Tischler here, Beltway Football Podcast. You can give him a follow at Mitch underscore Tischler. Um, T-I-S-C-H-L-E-R. Um, 
we talked to Barcelona Nate about this earlier. He had a blog this weekend, or maybe yesterday, that I think appropriately highlighted Chase Young's lack of impact through two playoff games for the Niners. And, you know, there was the one video that kind of went viral of Chase. Looked like he could have made a tackle near the goal line on a Lions touchdown and didn't really, certainly didn't go all out on it. Um, what do you make of people that get really mad about Chase Young, especially now that he's no longer here? Uh, you know, I, I understand people who are still frustrated about it because I think there's some level of, you know, of, of hurt because he's our hometown guy and he was the number two overall pick for the commanders and, and all these things that, that folks, you know, when he came in, when he came in, he was, you know, the larger than life personality and, and folks really bought into it and got really mad about it. I mean, you know, we going back years, you know, when they drafted him, talked compared a lot to kind of the LeVar Arrington, you know, when he came in. And I think folks feel kind of similar in the two situations. Like, you know, you want, you wanted him to be so good so badly that you're, you know, almost upset about the fact that he, you know, the, the fact that he didn't succeed here. But I, to me, you know, I, I think that there needs to be a, and, and it's easier said than done, but there needs to be some sort of kind of like level, level reset with, you know, with the fan base and kind of how they interact with this team and, and the players. And, you know, we talked about it a little bit uh, on the pod that, that came out last night, you know, with folks wanting, you know, dirt on Eric the enemy and this, that, and the other thing, you know, this team used to, used to, to travel in the muck. They it used to be a race to the bottom with every player, coach, you know, GM, front office person, because ownership was, you know, was, was so bad. And you now have, a, you know, a new ownership group that it's, it's early, but things are going about respectably with them. And they seem to be operating like a professional NFL franchise. And professional NFL franchises don't worry about the muck and the dirt and the stuff outside the team and away from the field and all this other stuff. It's a shame Eric Bieniemy didn't work out, but let the man go on his way and, and and wish him well. It's a shame Chase didn't work out. You know, if you want to root for him in the Super Bowl, work, root for him. If you don't, don't. But there's no reason to drag anyone's name through the mud and and, and get you know make it a bigger deal than it is. I'm with you on that one, Mitch. Like like I said yesterday, when your girlfriend leaves, you don't keep going calling her and checking on her all the time. And if you do, you're Bama. So get over yourself. <laughs> That's a You're perfect synopsis. Over a don't watch anymore. Let him go. Let him go. Perfect. Perfect. He's synopsis. not here. Let him go. Um, Mitchell, thank you for the time, brother. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much. All and right, uh, P, you, if brother. you decide to take a couple of whacks at uh at JP, make sure you get it on on camera. I will. Um, right. No, I vote no. <laughs> uh, let's do this. Interesting news out of Pittsburgh that tangentially relates to Washington. I'm not doing a bit this time. This has nothing to do with soccer. I'm talking about the Steelers and a new offensive coordinator. Don't go anywhere. Be Mitch and Finley. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. Last year at the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski went wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back for Kick of Destiny 2. And this time, you can play along. All you have to do is choose if Gronk will make or miss. Get your free pick in right now because if you're right, you'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Everyone can get in on the action when Gronk takes his shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. Whether you're on team make or team miss, just head to the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get your pick in. It's absolutely free. Then tune in before the game to see if see Gronk's kick live. 
you'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you're right. New to FanDuel? Just visit FanDuel.com slash Brian to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old or present in Virginia. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who make the correct pick. Prize issued as a non-redrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I like me some cake. Well done, Landfill. Um, I don't like Jeff's shirt, which is shockingly short. Um, it's a mini shirt. It is kind of a mini shirt. <laughs> um, Landfill, how long should it take for Jeff to run to B-dubs and pick up the wings versus how long did it take for Jeff to run to B-dubs and pick up the wings? Uh, it took like 20 minutes, but we don't know if they were ready when he got there. No, nah, he was just in there running his mouth too No, much. no, no. Were there good-looking women in the B-dubs that you were talking to? Not at all. Okay. And they were taking their sweet time. Were there ugly-looking women in the B-dubs that you were talking to? They were not ugly. They were just <laughs> not my cup of tea. <laughs> you did not say if you were. We're not talking to them. Hey, shoot or shoot, Jeff. You do you, buddy. Um, a, a number of things I want to talk about here, but the breaking news right now, not messing around. Um, Tom Pelissero reports the Pittsburgh Steelers are expected to hire former Falcons head coach Arthur Smith as their offensive coordinator. Uh. I think you could argue of the jobs that were going to be open that for a, for an OC, I would think that Pittsburgh job looked somewhat attractive. Yeah. Um, you know you're going to have a good defense. They have uh, Pickens. Who's the other wideout? Is it um, Deontay Johnson, I think? Yeah. Um, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren. Some good pieces on the D, on the O-line. Uh, Pat, Pat Fryermuth can help you. And you get to run your room. Mike Tomlin doesn't seem like the micromanaging type. Nah. He runs that D. You get to run that O. Um, and, and that's why you get a guy of that caliber. Well, and I think there had been some conversation if Eric Bieniemy made sense there. Um, if you go through the league here and look at where you've got defensive coaches so that the offensive guy gets to run the room, um, Pittsburgh was one of them. It's not a tremendously long list. Assuming, and at this point, it doesn't look like Bobby Slowick's taking another job. Mm-hmm. Looks like he'll be back in Houston. Um, you know, you kind of look around. The Titans hire. He might want to take another year to get some more experience. Sure. I'm just saying where opportunities are available for a, a an offense coordinator to go where they are the top dog in that offensive room. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets, Salah's a defensive guy, but. They sure seem like they're running the whole operation back. Rodgers, Hackett, bring it all back. Yeah. Um, Tomlin, they hire Arthur Smith. Uh, Houston looks like Slowick's sticking around there. That's because <coughs> Robert Sala is not running that team. The owners are running that team. You know what's an interesting one? And, and maybe we need to look this up. Have the Raiders made any decisions? What do you mean? They... They got a head coach. Right. Antonio Pierce. Um, 
And Antonio Pierce, I would say, I mean, we know that he played linebacker, right? Like, I'm not making that up. Um, Josh McDaniels was their play caller. They fired him halfway through. Um, they promoted, I'm trying to remember who they promoted to call plays, but I know Scott Turner's there as their passing game coordinator, but they don't have, as of right now, an offensive coordinator on the staff. Maybe they just keep kind of rolling with what they were doing. But that's an interesting one, is is the Raiders. Um, you look elsewhere around the league. The Chargers hired Harbaugh. Um, I mean, maybe it's crazy. Could the enemy go back to Kansas City? I don't know. Um, Philly was looking at OCs. Philly interviewed Ron for the defensive coordinator job. Um, I don't believe Philly has made a hire there. Uh, you keep going. Now, Detroit might need an OC. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago. Chicago needed one and hired Shane Waldron, which is really interesting now twice. And maybe these two just don't have a great relationship. But I do find what's happened with the Bears kind of fascinating in a lot of ways. Ryan Poles is their general manager. Mm-hmm. Ryan Poles came up in Kansas City. That, that's where he came up. That's how he got the Bears job because of all the success in Kansas City. When they fired Nagy, who came from Kansas City, mm-hmm. they didn't interview the enemy. Mm-hmm. And you got to assume these guys know each other. And then this cycle where you have a needed offensive coordinator, at, at least reporting-wise, we never even heard them ask to talk to the enemy. And they went with Shane Waldron from Seattle. Shane Waldron was here 100 years ago. You never know, but those two undoubtedly know each other. They were at the same organization for a long period of time. There's people I know that were in the same organization with me. If I was approaching, they wouldn't call me either. Right, right. Like there's, so we don't see eye to eye. There's relationships in all of this, but yeah. I'm just saying it's interesting. Well, I, I got one, possibly, and it's entirely possible. I don't say probable, and frankly, I'd say unlikely, but what if Washington ends up hiring Mike McDonald and he needs an OC and they just keep EB? Like, that, there isn't an avenue there, but I, again, I think it's unlikely. Um, Panthers hired Dave Canales, right? Mm-hmm. Which means the Bucks need a play caller. Tampa's an option. Atlanta hired Raheem Morris, mm-hmm. which means Atlanta is going to need a play caller. Mm-hmm. I Maybe they filled that in. I don't know. Forgive me if they have. Um, and then Seattle, you don't know what's going to happen. If Seattle hires a defensive guy, they're probably going to need a play caller. And that's likely the end of the list. So yeah. there's still options and there's still things evolving. Um but that Pittsburgh job was one that I thought made some sense on a lot of levels. Arthur Smith, what do you think of the Arthur Smith hire? They're going to run the hell out of the football. That's what they do, though. That's what that, that, that Steelers' reputation is. Run the set of the pass. Um, and Najee ran the ball effectively. I think they're going to need some help. <laughs> Ed Mathers might text me, but I think Jalen Warren's been better than Najee. They also have to decide on Najee's option year. Mm-hmm. 
probably whenever whenever that deadline is in the spring. That'll be interesting to watch too. Um, Arthur Smith in five seasons, two seasons as OC in Tennessee, three as head coach in Atlanta. We think of them as this, you know, great rushing offense, and they were in Tennessee. They were top five both years. Um, the past two years in Atlanta, they've been top ten. He certainly commits to it. They run the hell out of the football. His his teams have never finished higher than 19th in pass attempts. Um, but B, we talk about coaches that want to implement their system upon you or they want to look at the talent they have and figure out the best way to u- utilize their talent. Mm-hmm. Smith strikes me as a, I've got my system. You guys better figure it out because if you – Atlanta, man, you had Drake London on the outside, Kyle Pitts. Maybe those guys just aren't good. Maybe it was the lack of a capable quarterback of distributing the ball to them. But when he's in charge, he can do whatever he wants to do. Sure. If Wichgarden wants to see something else, Tomlin has the right to tell him, I need to see something else. Sure. Um, In Five years between two years in o, as an OC in Tennessee and three in Atlanta, uh, the highest rankings were certainly that 2020 Titans team. They were second in yards gained and fourth in points. Um, Tannehill had a good year. I think Tennessee ended up losing in the playoffs that year to Buffalo. I don't remember exactly who, but they didn't get to a Super Bowl. Um, then he got the Falcons job the next year in three years in Atlanta as the the top dog. Um, their best offensive performance was actually this past season when they were going between Ritter and Heineke. Mm-hmm. They finished 17th in yards. Um, their best point total was last year. They finished 15th in points scored. Yeah, so Derrick Henry as a running back when he's in Tennessee, though, you're going to run the football. You should. <laughs> I think yeah. you could argue in Tennessee he maximized his talent. Right? Like, he maximized the system for what they had. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown helped a lot, too. Trading away to A.J. Brown seems really dumb for Tennessee. Um, in Atlanta, maybe, you know, you didn't have Derrick Henry, but this year you had Bijan, mm-hmm. and they still ran the ball a ton with uh, Algier, still at Corderell Patterson. It's an interesting hire for Pittsburgh. Um, if I was George Pickens and I was a fella that did a fair amount of complaining about targets and catches and everything, might be a long summer, dog. A good running team, running game. Means people out. should be open. Helps out the uh, the play action. Something interesting popped up on my timeline um, about social media. I'll explain when we return. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here, and I always demand excellence, whether I'm on or off the field. If your HVAC system isn't cutting it, it's time for Rube. Thanks to the IRA Act, you can snag up to $2,000 in tax credits for qualifying heat pump systems. And Maryland residents, there are extra rebates on Rude equipment just for you. Personally, I have three Rude 18-seer inverted heat pumps powering my home, and it's a total game changer. So head to Rude.com. That's R-U-U-D.com. And see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with Rude. Because if it ain't Rude, it ain't right. Ma, Ma what's your age and type? Um, 
Some bad news for everybody at home. Uh, Landfill took a casualty. Got a, a chunk of ranch dressing on his T-shirt. You all right, Landini? I'll live. It's not a great look, though. Um, Rooster's floating around. If he hears me, come in here, Roost. Um, a couple updates as we were going through potential landing spots for Biennemi. Not necessarily ruling out him staying here, but I, I don't think it's very likely. Um, the Eagles hired Kellen Moore, former uh, coordinator, obviously, for the Chargers and the Cowboys. Eagles hired him, so that job is gone. And the Rams have hired Zach Robinson from, I'm sorry, the Falcons have hired Zach Robinson from the Rams. So that job is gone. Um, I'll be interested in Tampa. That's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Um, The way EB likes to chuck it around, they got receivers and and options down there. Um, Wow, look at this. This shouldn't be a surprise. This is from Jeremy Fowler. Dave Canales just got the job in Carolina. Oh, Dave Canales was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Their first hire is going to be Bucks wide receivers coach Brad Idzik to be their offensive coordinator. Idzik, 32 years old. The NFL's got a type right now, man. They want young offensive people all right, over. Man, listen, I, I don't think the age is that big of a difference in this day and age where you just got to be a creative mind. Yeah. Oh, get CK. Jeff, hey, he's seriously. coming. He's coming. Tell him to. We got. No, no, no. We're not doing bits. We're getting you for what you want to do. Um, Looks like we got some stuff happening here. As we continue to watch where these guys are going to come and go. Um,. Interesting news that is going to impact a lot of things. Um, we're, we're, we're working on getting this confirmed up and, and what will happen next. Uh, breaking news here on the fan. Breaking sports news on the fan presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Breaking news concerning the potential for a commander's hires head coach. As Tom Pelissero, NFL Media, NFL Network is reporting now that Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson has informed both the commanders and Seahawks that he is staying put in Detroit. Johnson, just 37, was a hot coaching candidate, has been mentioned for weeks as the front runner for the Washington head coaching job. According to Pelissero, he wants to take another shot at bringing a Lombardi trophy to Detroit. He'll continue to be a hot head coaching candidate probably next season as well, but Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, reporting that Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson is told the Commanders and Seahawks he will stay in Detroit. Stunner with breaking sports news presented by BetQL from the Crop Medcalf Five Star Sports Desk. I'm Roll Forsey on the fan. Wow, wow! Um, that the news many have been waiting for related to Ben Johnson decided he's staying in Detroit as an assistant 
as the offensive coordinator, play caller for everything they're building with the Lions, not coming to D.C., not coming to Seattle. Is that the one thing nobody discussed? We kept saying what we thought were the good places. Schefter said, not a slam dunk. I was given a phone call last night, and a guy told me basically, all this stuff is happening because we were talking about the Schefter thing, and he said because Ben is active for too much money. I didn't know if he was telling me facts or what, but this could be it, where I'm going to wait till I get to the place where they want to give me what I want. That is a... But that that is why I said I am going to be happy with whoever they come with because what I take from that, if, if they went there with this is what we want, and Josh said, hit the highway, I respect that more than just signing somebody because that's what people say they wanted. Sure. I, you'd much rather not get a guy that isn't fully committed, whatever it is. But this is a stunner. I I thought when Schefter said. Jeff said he blames you for all this. You jinxed us. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> um, nobody had dudes staying. I don't think nobody had him staying, but you know what? You think it's cash? I can stay and wait one more year and I do a little better. I will write my check next year. Last year, we all said, oh, Ben Johnson doesn't want to work for David Tepper, right? Now he doesn't want to work for Josh Harris or the Allen family that owns the seal. Like, but see, maybe he really likes it in Detroit. But maybe it's just that we have not discussed. We don't know what the prices are. We don't know what the parameters are. We don't know if there are other things being told. Listen, I don't know much but I, I I like to start thinking about things. The guy called in last week and was saying, "Just just if you if you're not keeping Eric around, just let him go." Okay. Yeah. And we kept saying, "Well, people can ask." Well, sometimes when uh, a, a head coach leaves and they think a staff is being blown out, people don't ask; they just wait and see if it happens. See what I'm saying? What is going on to where Ben may not have been attracted? What, what would you think? Where Ben was like, "Okay, I'll stay here." Phone lines open, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. going to hate him now. Breaking news, I got something. Breaking news on the fan, Ben Johnson not coming to Washington, not going to Seattle, staying in Detroit. Adam Schefter has a very interesting nugget, taking your calls when we return. Be Mitchell Finley. Um, a lot of people have a lot of opinions. But you know what? Ben Johnson told C- today told Seattle and Washington he ain't coming. All right. He's staying in Detroit, wants to chase a Super Bowl. Adam Schefter added on Twitter, Ben Johnson was not the head coaching lock that people thought, and his asking price spooked some teams per sources. That was Adam is- talking about that yesterday when he made his comments? Because we thought he was talking about Quinn. Now, today, it seems like he was talking about him. Like I told you, I got I got a text and I call last night where it was basically that his price was high. But I can say this. I tip my hat to those in charge over there where they're not going to just let you come in and dictate to them. They know what they want to do, and they knew what somebody's expectation or asking price should be. And if you come in and you're blowing it out the water, I'm like, okay, I'll do something else. You have to give them credit for that. Sure. And, dude, Josina Anderson – Got, this was, if you remember, this was months ago now, I want to say. And it's worth to point out 
Josina with CBS, I believe, had a tweet a while back saying that Ben Johnson was looking for like 15 mil as a head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the the agent for Ben Johnson, dude, uh, Richmond Flowers, quote tweeted and said, that's not accurate. Would they for more? I, I don't know, but if if Schefter's now saying the asking price spooks some people, I find it hard to believe that she was wrong. She was right. I mean, maybe the number wasn't right, but like I don't know. Well, if, if you're asking for fourteen nine or fifteen one, it's not right that you ask for fifteen. But guess what? You're in the same damn neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's gonna be. Uh... It's Ben Johnson's out, man. And I think a lot of people are shocked. I think anybody that thought people might've thought he was going to go to Seattle or whatever. I don't know that a lot of folks were expecting him to stay in Detroit. I'm not shocked um, at everything going down because you know, you never know what to have, what, what can happen in this situation. I'm just still on the mindset. Whoever they hire is going to be somebody that fit what they think. And it's going to also be what they're playing in their budget. I'll add that to it. Because what we we are very good at telling people how to spend money when it's not ours to spend. Sure. And I think when you are as successful as they have been, that whole group, you have a game plan of what you want to do. Just like we don't want to spend all our money on one player, shouldn't be one coach either. Because when you spend – if you spend – and I'm throwing out guesstimation. I don't know what the numbers are. All I know is Sean Payton got 18. They haven't come out with Harbaugh yet, but I'm sure he's somewhere around there. I would suspect you're asking for something in that neighborhood or right outside that neighborhood, okay? And if they felt that, no, 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 you don't have the same level of expertise and experience that they have, you have to, you have to applaud them for that. But there are probably people out there who's highly pissed right now because, well, they didn't pay him what he wanted. You're not supposed to just pay what somebody wants sometimes. You got to have a game plan and learn how to stick to it. And I respect that. Sure. Um, you know, I, I think what happens next is, is obviously the question. And Ben Johnson has now told a bunch of folks, no, thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. Told the Panthers, told the Commanders. Told the Seahawks, and it was easy to be dismissive of. But you gotta be careful with that too. Just yeah. like just like players that uh, stay in the college and play and bet on themselves, some of them get hurt. You could go next year and you probably don't end up eleven and uh, was eleven six they were. What if you go next year and you're six and eleven, and your offense don't play well? Then they come looking and I, you're not gonna get higher than what you could have gotten this year. So, but that's the games you play, and that's. You have to respect Ben Johnson as well to say, look, this is what I believe I'm worth. I'm going to go show y'all, and I'll try it again. Better make damn sure your players and everything is good with you too. Got to say, it's a stunner that he just turned it down. And you've got people asking about the cash. Um, Maybe. It may come out. It may not. We'll see. Um, As far as what happens next, you talked about this last week a lot. Uh, Eugene Shen who is the commander's VP of analytics, worked in Baltimore for a long time, Mm -hmm. once shared an office with Mike McDonald, correct? Um, 
and Chris Horton. Chris Horton, former Redskins safety and special teamer. Yeah. Um, who goes to the top of the list for you now? Top of the list now is McDonald. Because when we start dissecting this thing, see, this is my my thing. Someone started the narrative of it has to be an offensive coach for so everybody. Most people, even reputable people, fell on that line. It has to be an offensive coach. They discussed, we don't care offensive defense. They talked about having the best person to lead people, lead men. Ben Johnson was shut down by Mike McDonald. McDonald shut down all of the top offenses. And let's be real, they lost the other day. 17 points was given up. So if I go back to my three touchdowns and a field goal, score 24 points, you win your game, they win their game if the offense did what they were normally doing, right? So when you look at it, I don't know if he wasn't the best candidate out there. But we are so offensive-heavy and offensive-minded, everything. The rules are set up for offense. Fantasy football is all pro-offense. But the defensive coaches that are successful in this day and age are probably better than some of those from the days of the past because they didn't have all those rules to have to deal with. They have the rules to deal with, and if you can shut down the best of the best, you're a damn good coach. Now, you got some players, but that scheme he has brings some people from all different places. It, it, disrupt, it disrupts a lot of people. It's a pretty damn interesting turn of events, man. Mm-hmm. I, I want to let the boys of the aquarium react, and then we'll go to the phone lines here. Landini, what do you make of it, man? Just saying no. Thanks, but no thanks. See, I don't necessarily buy that that's what happened. I think this is kind of one of those things, you know, when somebody's like about to get fired from a job and they're like, you can't fire me, I quit. This guy wasn't getting the job because he wanted too much money and people weren't willing to pay it. So he said, uh, oh, I've withdrawn. I've withdrawn. I didn't get get passed over for someone else. I've decided I'm no longer interested. That's what's happening here. You and I in the same car. Yeah. Uh Texted with a buddy who's down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl right now, mm-hmm. and he said shockwaves just went through this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of NFL people down there. Um, I, I think now you wonder if Rabel's in play. I mean, hell, Belichick. Um, you wonder, is it a race for Mike McDonald between Seattle and Washington? Is Bobby Slowick back in play? Jeff, what do you make of all this? Ben, 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 Ben. Ben is like the guy that, you know, they with the plan all the way up until it's time to go out, and then they back out on you. Bro, you couldn't have let us know this last week. You know, he was still working last week. Uh, but if you knew you – I, I you're Ben, you're you know ben he, Johnson. You know Everybody, doing, you, you have been the talk of the town for the last week and a half. You knew you were staying in Detroit. This is the prettiest girl at school. She really want to go with you to the prom. And you haven't asked anybody, but nobody else has asked her either. Then all of a sudden, at the last minute, she tell you what kind of car you need to have to pick her up. And you say, that's okay. I'm going with this other person. What she got to do? She got to go whoever whoever the hell asked her at that point. Yeah, we don't like poor communication <laughs> over here. Uh, he could have told us this. And anybody that want to hop on that flight with me to Detroit, <laughs> let's go. Because he's going to get a piece of my mind. Why? I mean, he was never here. Who cares? I mean, he's gone. He he was a candidate. They yeah. didn't hire him. Move on to somebody else. That's he, the way I look at it. 
but we could have, you know, if we would have known this a week ago, we probably would have been, you know. You know what we got to do? And our Ashburn syndrome we with stop our next being coach. so damn desperate for everybody to let somebody tell us it's the next guy. Because let's be real, most of these guys that came out and showed themselves, nobody knew they were the next guy. But they once they get in, in place, but we get caught up on every time someone says somebody's great, we got to have them here. You know we, why, B? Because we didn't put so many greatness well, from the you inside got a whole out. New regime now that's making the decisions. Let's stop thinking like we thought when we had an idiot making decisions. We have smart people now doing it, and let's understand they're not going to be. We went and offered Albert Hainsworth eighty million dollars, <laughs> and then came back and counted it with another hundred million dollar offer when nobody offered. Am I right, Jay? Yeah, <laughs> so, negotiating against himself. We don't have people in place right now in the front office that are thinking like that. So I'm 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 cool with it. Listen, man. Jeff, you can get the job. JP can get the job. If you know how to motivate men, you can get them dudes to do whatever the hell you want. It comes down more to how you motivate people than it does X's and O's. And I think we have gotten so caught up. Madden has gotten a lot of people involved with football. But just because you could draw up a play don't mean that damn thing is going to work. If you can't get the guys that are strapping it up and putting their hand in the dirt to constantly do what you want, they want you to do, what you want them to do at a high level consistently, then it doesn't work. So the you got the right person in place, Peters. If he could go get people that level of talent, then all of a sudden the average coach looks great. And I say my little saying all the time, and coaches, I'm not being disrespectful, I'm being real. I have seen great players without great coaches. But I've never seen a great coach without a great player, without great players with them to make them look great. So the person picking that talent, he can make that average coach look exceptional. So Adam Peters is there, and this is it is what it is at this point. Who's to say? Now, if Josh is going to wait and see what's going on, maybe you can change his mind a little bit. But right now, you told me you're going back, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at you no more. I'm going to get somebody else, and we're going to work this thing together. I think – I think, Landfill, you might be right, man. You got to at least wonder if they realized, yo, we're not getting this job or we're not getting this job at the money we want it for or whatever, and they just decided to pull out first. You can't fire me, I quit. Johnson pulls out. But Johnson got to be smart, too. Your agent, you he works for you. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And if that money that they're offering is a little bit more than what you even thought – you might want to tell you, hey, 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 back up a little bit. I said the situation, my guy told me, I can get you this. I said, well, this is what I need you to do. I quickly drew up something, called my little notary friend, had them notarized, and I say, sign this. You know what it was? If you lost what they're offering me, you, gotta owe, you owe it to me. You know what he did? He went and signed that damn deal. And I think that's the ultimate thing you got to do right now Listen, like agents always tell you what they can get for you because you know what? They're getting paid off of it too. You got to be smart enough sometimes to understand, am I, is, it, am I, is it smart to let this go because things may work or may not work how I want them to work going forward? Let's let folks react. Uh, Derek is in D.C. Derek, stunner. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, buddy? What's up, D? Man, ain't nothing up. Then Johnson say, look, he probably looked at our roster and was like, man, I don't want to deal with that. New owner and all. We don't know that. But all I know is we still looking for an owner. We fall. I mean, we still looking for a new coach. Y'all nobody want to coach us, man. We'll see. We, like, I, like I keep preaching, this season going to be a waste. It's going to be another 5-12. Uh, and 12. We going this year. 
We ain't Ben Johnson screw us, he ain't coming with us. Whether it's about the money or whatever. He not coming. So we gotta look out somewhere else. It's gonna be another rough season, baby. Hope y'all ready for uh Commander Nation. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> Thank I, you, Derek. Um, I can't really figure if Derek's a real Commander fan or he one of them other people trying to, you know, come in here incognito on us. Oh, you think that might have been a Yeah, it might have been like one of them rubbing it in the dirt kind of uh calls right there. Nah. I, I can't agree with that one because I'm he, just saying I, I say I can't figure it out. So what yeah, you no, no, I'm saying you like, agree with that call, Jeff. No, he's like a real, he's a real Commanders fan. Okay. He sounded hurt on the phone before. All right, was, well, uh, I'm just saying like, like, and then this is the thing. This is the thing too. We just want to see something based off of that com that that thing that he. You all think just because you get a coach that everything is going to automatically change? No, you got to get the the coach. You got to get the mindset of these players. Everything has to work in unison or it ain't going to be working. So maybe just maybe we are we as fans need to pump the brakes a little bit and lower our expectations for the, the, the record this year. And then if it's like a lot better, guess what? We'll be pleasantly surprised. I, I think we also got to wonder, man, if the interviews just went poorly. That could have happened. They've made super clear how important the interviews were. And 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 I had somebody tell me. Did he come in and say something that Adam was like, nah, I don't see it like that? I, I don't know, but if you're out on the job, if you're out on this job after the interviews, like I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think. You'd say our price is too high. We want to win a Super Bowl in Detroit. Like you, maybe you're it controlling. Sounds good. Maybe you're controlling the narrative. Yeah, because now you go back to Detroit, and guess what? You're indebted to them. Tony, they is, love you because you turned down all these people to come back here and help us out. It's a blue collar town, bro. Tony's in Norfolk. Tony, what do you think? Man, I, I, I'm shocked. I am shocked. I, I just knew it was going to be Ben Johnson, but I'm not as well because. That stuff that came out earlier this in the season about, you know, he wanted so much money and this and that. And that was a reason why, like, I'm hurt because I felt Jim Harbaugh was my number one person I want. And to think that we didn't even get an interview with Jim Harbaugh or even try to, even though he may have already knew he was going to, um, you know, to the Chargers. But the fact that we didn't even get a, a conversation with him that we could have maybe swayed Harbaugh to come, it's, it's just sick. And now we got to wait. And how do you think the next coach is going to feel, next person going, Oh, was I second fiddle because everybody was saying you were going to come here? And then another question comes up. Could this open the door for EB to become the head coach, man? It's just a lot of stuff. i just ready for this to be over with, get a coach, and just move on, fellas. I'm with you, man. I'm going to invite everybody on this bus of chill and let it happen. I, but, Tony, the only thing I'll say is I'm not sure that if you hire Harbaugh, everything goes exactly according to plan either. He's a little wild, Harbaugh, too. Harbaugh, if you hire Harbaugh, you – Probably would have hired Harbaugh, then ask him which office, which uh, general manager you want to work with. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> you know Appreciate you, buddy. Um, and uh, did, they, did they even ask Harbaugh? Because I think when you look at that fact, if they didn't ask Harbaugh, in a sense, they're letting you know what they're willing to do at the co- at, at that that salary for that head coach. Because Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's winning percentage is damn high when you start looking at how coaches are. He wins everywhere he, he's gone. 
And I understand what you say, Landfield, he won in college, but he did win a national championship. And all of a sudden now, he's the hot, he's hot, hot. And when he comes in, he can command 15 and up. And I think that is probably – now when things go like this, I'm looking at it as if, hey, maybe just maybe they knew who was going to be asked for what and they wouldn't deal with certain people. But they didn't know this dude was going to ask for that much. If you decide, like, if you had decided you wanted to stay in Detroit and win a Super Bowl, wouldn't you have probably made that decision like Sunday night, Monday morning? No, because you didn't know what that price was going to be just yet. If they, if if you if you meet my demands, I don't care about going back to Detroit. You don't meet my demands, and maybe I don't know if it's even in that neighborhood, and maybe it's a lot lower. I say, well, I'll do better going back to Detroit because you know what he could do it back in Detroit right now. Since they went to an NFC championship game, he could probably get a raise right now in Detroit. Yeah. Um, Let's go to David is in Charlottesville. David, what do you think, man? Stunner. Man, I I, I was thinking of taking my call. Hey, I I believe Johnson couldn't secure the bag here like he wanted to, and, and they have some unfinished business in Detroit. I mean, they were three thirteen and one, nine and eight, and twelve and five. They just needed a Super Bowl, so he couldn't get his bag. So here he is saying, "I'm going back and trying to finish the business." Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Totally. Thank you for the call, David. I I just hey, wonder. I I think Landfill's theory that uh, we're going to pull out because everybody thinks we're getting this job, and we're actually not getting this job. Hard to think that doesn't hold some weight. We're going to hit these phones hard when we return. B. Mitchell Finley. B. Mitchell Finley, 1067, the fan. Obviously, massive news here in Washington. Lions offense coordinator Ben Johnson staying put in Detroit. Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, had the story. Um, Something just doesn't seem to add up here. Uh, apparently, he wants to stay in Detroit because... Wants to chase a Super Bowl in Detroit. Cool. Um, turn down. Turn down opportunity with Carolina. Turn down now an opportunity with Washington and Seattle. Obviously, I think a lot of information is going to emerge over the next 24 hours. Kind of explaining this stuff. Um, Josina Anderson, back before Christmas, uh, reported that personnel around the league are discussing that Owners have been told Ben Johnson's asking for 15 mil a year. And if you go back and look, uh, Richmond Flowers is Johnson's agent. He responded to Josina's report mm-hmm. uh, pretty strongly, honestly. Um, she's still standing by her story, though. Yeah. And she, I mean, she's since come and out. I don't blame her. With more of the same. Um, and Schefter said money might be an issue. Uh, Hard to not at least think that this is a way of controlling the message, too. Um, yeah, you get in front of it. Right? Like, all yeah. right, yeah, uh, we're not doing this. Um, I it's I mean, just a stunner. Uh, we'll take some of these calls now. A lot of folks reacting. Um, who we got here? Dom is in Chicago. What's up, Dom? Hey man, I'm I'm glad uh, Ben didn't 
I'm glad Ben is Robin and that Batman. And I think Ben is Batman. And the guy probably ain't take the job because he ain't man enough for it. I'm not going to turn down the head coaching job to go back to chase a championship that I probably would never get because Detroit probably fall map like the rest of the team is trying to repeat. He just, a, I think he's just a Robin, and God is good because I said I don't want the enemy to leave. Hopefully they can find a fit for him here because he's a leader of men. I think he, the organization knows that, but they got to fit it right because this little soft ass fan base we got, man. They like, ah, what's that word you use? Uh, father ducking or <laughs> some word you use, Jay? I mean, we got a soft man. I've been to Chicago over twenty something years now. I used to tell them they soft, but now I'm looking back, man. I've been gone too long, man. We soft. We we hate Chase for for not being here. Who here that cares what he does out of town? I don't care what none of them do. Our previous owner, you cry about that. He's been gone for over a year, and people still bring his name up. Let him go. That's like a scorned woman, you know. And now you got billionaires, screwed, shrewd businessmen that if they were gangsters, they chop your damn head off, but they businessmen. And they run into business right, and we complain about that. You Thank know, you, so, Dom. All right, bro. Appreciate all right, man. Um, I'm going to try to get some calls in. Jay is in D.C. Jay, what do you, what's your reaction, man? Crazy day. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call, man. What up, man? All right, look, I'm 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 like B. Mitch, man, and I'm old enough, man. I'm 46 on Friday, man. So I've been around this world to know enough to say, guess what? You can't miss what you can't measure. He wasn't here, so we ain't got nothing to cry about. Nothing happens by happenstance in this world, man. Everything happens for a reason. It's a rhyme and a reason to everything. You understand what I'm saying? And guess what? I ain't mad because none of the hires that were hired that we missed or, or we so-called missed out on because we were waiting on him doing our due diligence or whatever, I wasn't mad that none of those coaches was taken off of the off of the list. And guess what? We all jumping on saying Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson, this person. We don't even know these. Half the fans don't even know these people. Just like Adam Peters. We don't know him. We just know what people telling us, what people in the media are telling us is a good guy. We don't know him. We get on because y'all say he a good hire or something like that. So half the fans don't even know who they voting for, just like when you they voting for a uh, president. You don't know half them candidates. You know they are Republicans. So you Republicans, so you vote for them. So that's what I think a lot of fans are getting behind and doing. But, man, I don't care, man. That's above my pay grade, man. They're going to bring in who they're going to bring in. Jay, they I want to get a, a bunch of people in. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, brother. We're going to keep everybody to one minute so we can get as many callers as possible. Don't be upset if I cut you off. We appreciate all the calls. 800-636-1067. When Grant and Danny take over this afternoon, I'm sure they're going to keep the phone lines going. Uh, I'm just going on who's been on hold the longest. DJ in D.C. DJ, what, what do up, you make dude? of the decision? Dan, Ben Johnson is out. <laughs> hey, let me tell you like this, man. First and foremost, I was not a Ben Johnson fan. All my friends know I wasn't a Ben Johnson fan. And I take my hat off to him. I think he feels he knows his limitations. I felt like the easiest way for him to step back was to outprice himself. B. Mitch, I saw you at MGM on Sunday. I told you, man, the man got a lot of work to do, especially on halftime adjustments. Remember I told you? Yeah, I remember saying that. Adjustments. Yeah. He, he, knows, he knows his limitations. And I didn't want that guy here because he understands the roster that he's dealing with, and he understands that he's not ready to be the leader amongst these men. So going into next year's cycle, maybe he'll be better. But, hey, load up the bus with the rest of the candidates. Let's keep the party going.
Wow. All right. Thank you for the That's call. It. That All was right. good and concise. Yeah. Kept it under a minute. Shout out to DJ. Yeah. Under a minute, folks. Phone lines are lit up. Make it Jeff work. I told him to take all the calls, so got to keep it under Get a minute. Him, Jeff. Shane in D.C., what's your reaction, dude? Hey, there's no surprise that nobody wants to come to this organization. I mean, you had a Monty Cooper that turned down a large bag to, for, to go somewhere else. It's still the sour taste in Washington. Nobody wants to come here, and that's a fact. What we, what we need to hire I don't agree. They, 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 I don't agree. The Cooper nah. thing isn't relevant. They just got the top GM candidate on the market. The Cooper thing was he went back to Dallas where he didn't have state tax. Right. I'm letting you respond if you want to. Well, I'm waiting you finish. I would disagree. Look, here's the thing. Look how much talent's walked away from here and this organization. Look how much talent. I Look, I'm pissed because I want to be in Johnson here because he is a good coach. Look what he's done with golf. That's all him. That's, that, that's You don't that's, think golf had nothing to do with does. that, dude? See, this is the thing, Mike. Well, you say you wanted Ben Johnson. I hear a lot of people saying DJ was absolutely right. Everybody want Ben Johnson because a lot of us said it on air. But how much money was he asking for? And if that, if he, just like Landfill said the other day, does he supposed to get the same amount of money as a, a guy who's won a Super Bowl in this league already? Does he supposed to get the amount of money that a guy who's shown he's a proven winner in uh, as Jim Harbaugh in this league? So if he's asking for 15 or more, I can understand why he's not coming because they told him, hell no. They got to want their nothing money to do rain, with sleet, hell not snow. wanting to come here. Hell, let's be real. The money that they offer around the NFL, people may not like you, they still sign a damn contract. Keep the phone lines going. MC in D.C. MC, shocking news. Thanks for taking my call, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, JP, you can put your pom-poms back in the closet now because uh, all the cheerleading that you was doing for this coach, you got a coach already established with a quarterback. Let, him, let EB take over, man. You want to turn the program around? Let's do this. Thanks he was here last year. Did they develop the quarterback? Yeah, but so so was Ron too. So we really don't know the situation. What how Ron tried to carry the team. Now Ron is gone. Let EB take over, man. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for the call, buddy. Thank you for listening. Uh, landline Tony coming in crystal clear. Tony, what do you make of it? I'm happy because the last time we hired an offensive coordinator, man, the head coach was a Mr. Jim Zorn. Okay. We need a head coach. I predict Quinn. And by the way, I predict we will, with our second overall pick, we're going to trade down and get the top tackle and top tight end. And you know what we're going to say after Michael Penix's pre-draft workout? Medical checkup, I mean. What's that? We don't need you. Bye. Tony, I love you. <laughs> it's a busy day for, for the hijinks. Um. Lanville, you want me to break? You want me to take one more? What do you want me to do? You tell me. Yeah, let's go to break. We take more when we come back. Taking your calls when we return. Ben Johnson out. Got some interesting information when we return. B. Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. All right, uh, texting with some folks during the break. And source tells me Ben Johnson let the team know that he was out. While they were flying to Detroit, yo, you can dismiss. Call me before I, my plane left. The, now the they, they still want to interview Aaron Glenn, yeah, and like they should, right? 
but there's a right way to handle things kind of at all in all facets of life. And I just got a feeling that is not the right way to handle things. And it's easy to dismiss last year turning down Carolina because you don't want to deal with Tepper, right? But yeah. now you've probably you probably pissed these dudes off, if I had to guess. You burn some bridges that you probably don't know you burn right now. And, dude, like, Detroit was really good this year. I haven't looked at their roster. I don't. Can they afford to pay all those O-linemen? David Montgomery is probably on his way out for, like, and then because you got to pay Jameer Gibbs more. Um, like, when? Amon St. Ra's got to be, like, any sort of assumption that, like, this is gravy no matter what. Mm-hmm. I just. What we know about football. Changes Things always constantly. happen, and that health factor is very, very key. I know this. Ross St. Brown's going into the last year of his deal, so he's now eligible for an extension. You're going to have to pay that man his money. I, I Landfill, the more that comes out here, it just. Seems fairly remarkable, don't you think? And sounds like Ben Johnson might be the new Josh McDaniels. Just the biggest, you know, tool in the coaching world of the NFL. Could potentially be. Dude, I if you had to guess, a lot of the NFL is down in Mobile right now talking about this. And everyone. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um all right, I'm going to keep these phone lines going. Dan is in Rockville. What up, Danny? Hey, thank you guys for taking my call. Really appreciate it. Um, I have been a Commanders fan first and foremost uh, for my whole life, but my family is also Lions fans. So I've really been watching Ben Johnson closely these past two years as he's had success. But this decision is a huge red flag for me for two reasons. First, him allegedly choosing money and prioritizing what his agent wants during this cycle is very concerning. And two, it doesn't exactly inspire confidence in his ability to be a head coach or, more importantly, his ambition, given that now he has two years not chosen to take the helm of his own operation. Look, some coordinators just love being coordinators. They don't want that added pressure. I think that could very much be the case here. I still have love for Johnson, what he's done for Detroit, but now my new number one choice is Bobby Slowick. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you for taking my call. I mean, I like Slowick. I like Slowick. You know what? I'm going to let you know straight up. I am not stuck on getting an offensive coach by no stretch of the imagination. I'm stuck on getting a coach who can lead men. I feel like you liked Mike McDonald after you read that article. After reading the article, I liked him. But my thing is I want the guy who's going to be able to touch everybody on the damn football team, not just the quarterback. Because let's be real. The quarterbacks that normally make it and are good, they are super dedicated. They're going to need some guidance, but they don't need that coach to be in their damn face 24-7. So the people that are stuck on the offensive coach, I'm not with that. And I was a straight offensive player for most of my career. I do not care who the coach is. Like you can certainly you never played linebacker. Can you make me want to run through a damn wall for you? And if you can't do that, I don't care if you are my main coach. I'm going to have a problem with you if you can't motivate me. Uh, we got somebody calling from California. Josh, what do you make of today's news, Josh? What's up, y'all? Uh, I love it, actually. Um, Mike McDonald was my favorite going into this because, 
you know, you look at the last few years, the investments have been on the defensive side of the ball. And watching these playoffs, what I've seen is those Lions offense getting shut down in the second half for the most part. And uh, McDonald's defense shut down Patrick Mahomes for a three quarter, better part of three quarters. They may have lost that game, but they didn't score more than three points after the midway through the second quarter. And if he can get a guy like Emmanuel Forbes playing in the right position, if he can get a guy like Damon Davis making plays on the field and maybe move the defensive guys around to positions they should be playing, I like that guy. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Um, Going to be interesting. We'll try to wrap up all the calls Jeff has in. Scott is in Falls Church. What up, Scotty? Hey, you know what, Ben Johnson? Your mama's got a peg leg with a kickstand. <laughs> so we didn't want you. We didn't want you here anyway, man. Uh, I'm 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 down. I'm the, always been down with the Mike McDaniel. Mike McDonald. Uh, um, look, I think he is the smartest man in the room, and I don't think that that Ben that Ben Johnson was like that. So so. Keeps on passing me by. This, you guys have a great day. Have a good one. Love the I far know. side reference. You're good by. You're good with me any day, Scotty. Uh, Steve is in Alexandria. Stevie, talk to me. Uh, just curious to know what you guys think. What are the likelihood of this trying to be like a little bit of a power play by Ben Johnson? You know, call the team before they leave. Say, you know what, we're not interested. He, they, he knows that they're still going to be in Detroit. I mean, they're going to be right there. I mean, what if somebody makes a call? What if Magic Johnson calls up, you know, his agent and says, hey, just listen to what we have to say. You think that yeah, could but, be in play? Once somebody, once that starts hitting publicly, who do you think told uh, the people that are probably breaking this news? Probably the commanders. If I'm the guy with the billions and I'm trying to offer you some money and you tell me you don't want to come, that's your last time talking to me. It's an interesting uh, one. You can't, you can't you, play Stevie. power with somebody that got the money. Last one. Dude's been on hold a while. Mitch, what up? Hey, what's going on? First of all, thanks for taking my call, guys. No problem, but you got to go uh, quick. Thank you. Goodness gracious, what a day. Uh, ben Johnson's out, folks. Ben Johnson's out. So are we. Grant and Danny come your way next. Thank you to Barstool Nate. Thank you to Mitch Tischler. Thank you to everybody that called in. Another day. Another day in the commander's coaching coaching search. Woo! What a day. Great Danny next minute as far as your beer. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.